three already. Wait, what did you say, Ben? Yeah, you're going to get hit in the dick today. What the fuck? Hey, the listeners want it. They do clamor for it. I had to tell a story about me almost murdering a bitch by Drown Nation. Yeah, you can't scurry away from this one. Scurry <laughs> <laughs> Gur- like your little scurly pubes. <laughs> Where you're going to get hit. Right in the short and curlies. <laughs> right below the short and curlies. <laughs> Once they get to your balls, they get long and stringy. Right? That's weird. I don't know, Josh is 30. He might still have a regular tight sack. Does your sack hang low? It hangs low. Does it wobble to <laughs> Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it? I bet I can. I throw that some bitch over my shoulder when I go jogging. Party trick on Sunday at the pay-per-view, boys. That shows you how long I've been able to throw my balls over he my runs, goddamn shoulder. He runs the ropes at wrestling. That counts as jogging. Do you hear me? Yeah, but oh. he has help going back. I said, that sounds like a, uh, a party trick at the pay-per-view Sunday. <laughs> On this episode of Patreon, we're going to watch Ben Tye's second a night. <laughs> That'll be $50, please. I had this one girl suck it so good, it put it in, she put it in a knot. <laughs> oh. Thank you for your money. How, how do we keep getting so far from whatever we were planned on doing? And it just goes yeah, we, we better do the cold open so y'all go get you food. Jo- we're, we're in the cold open there, Benjamin. Josh hit what the button a minute ago. <laughs> okay. Well, get back on track. What was the initial cold open supposed to be? I was going well, to hit the button and then say, man, you can really tell it's tax time. All these shows popping up. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, that's a definite. Oh, there's like so many butt hurt people hearing that. Oh. Maybe, maybe you didn't hear what I said on the microphone at the last RCW show. If it smells like shit and it looks like shit, I'm gonna call it shit. If it smells like a tax show, I'm gonna call it a tax show. And if you're starting to show up right now, it's a fucking tax show. Agreed. And it's really a tech show when you ain't got money for good talent because you spend all your money renting a building and running advertisement on the radio. Who did that? Because I ain't heard nothing on the radio. Oh, we don't. I don't listen to radio, but that uh, Circle Joke Pro Wrestling and McDonald, ain't that the name of it? Oh, I don't know. Circle One Pro Wrestling, whatever it is. I thought it was Day One. Yeah. Day, well, that's damn good. No, Day One was a WWE pay per view, wasn't it? No, apparently it's the name of their first show. I mean, they should still yeah, be WWE pay for you. They did that I'm shit in Atlanta. I'm getting over here, guys. Fuck getting hit the dick. beating half of me with a piece of It better not be day one. I know how to get in touch with WWE's lawyer. Right? Ask Paul Lee. Y'all giving me PTSD, man. But, yeah, I mean, you know, apparently they run an ad on a local station and Dude was hyping it up, but it, you know, sounded good until they started listing talent. I guess we should say that for the burial part of the uh, Patreon, though, right? Yeah, more than likely. That would be a best, the best way to do that one. Yeah, because yeah, there's a... No, no, you're wrong. I got, I got a couple of friends that wrestle at that show, and that's about all the talent they got. Agreed. And you can look at the flyer and figure out who my friends are. 
Because <laughs> I got friends in low places. Stop for copyright. <laughs> What's up, fuckers, and welcome to another edition of the Turn the Buckle podcast. Uh, coming to you a little bit early this week because we didn't get you one last week, and we have a special guest here tonight. What's up, bitches? He's actually here. Special's a key word. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> but I am Jason Hampton. Josh Cops. Will Clark. I'm Ben Thresher. So we, uh... Will had the day off today, so we decided to get together and record early. Well, early or back to our regularly scheduled day, however you want to look at it. Right. So a little bit of both. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're either early for this week or late for last week. Either way you want to look at it, that's it. They're both correct. Look, somehow that makes us on time, so it's fine. As far as you would say, they're both right of moon dope. Hey. Either way, you're getting a podcast, folks. <laughs> now Tyler's going to message, I don't know what to do on Friday. <laughs> Listen to it again. It's by Patreon. Listen to it again from a different device so we get an extra listen. Or on a different <laughs> platform. Yeah, swap phones with Jones or something at work Friday. Hell yeah. Well, about the only news I've seen this week is there's a rumor that Vince is back on creative. Did you watch Raw last night? I think it's true. Nope. I don't watch wrestling. You know that. I watched their pay-per-view. And AEW saved themselves last week because if they would have had a show as horrible as the week before, I was writing them off too. Right. Raw wasn't awful last night. There wasn't a lot of good, but it wasn't awful. Uh, what I've read about it, Cody versus Gable was way too competitive for a guy that's supposed to be beating Roman. <laughs> it was a competitive match from what I heard because I, of course, slept through most of it. It's up to the whole damn night. I'm all... It was a competitive match, but it was a good match that should have had more time. See, I disagree with that at this point. Don't get me wrong. That match is going to be phenomenal. But if you're building Cody up to be the guy to finally beat Roman, he don't need to be having competitive matches with a comedy character. Granted, Gable is probably the most legit fucker they have on the roster, him or Drew Gulak. But are they presented that way? Not at all. At this rate, nobody needs to be... He don't need to be having competitive matches with anybody. I wouldn't have Cody wrestling on TV. Roman's not wrestling. Let Cody be a draw. Let him, you know, let him be the house show guy. You I know, you're, say he could be the dark match after it goes off. That send the crowd home happy, right? And just let him do the money and cut the promo. 
But anything he does, they don't do – contrary to popular belief, they don't do squash matches anymore, no matter what idiots on the internet tell you that don't know anything about how professional wrestling works. <laughs> There's no such thing as squash matches on WWE or in any wrestling anymore. Everybody gets a chance to show something. It might not be a long match, but a squash match was you got zero offense in. You just got – look at Road Warriors matches on TV in the 80s. That's oh, a squash and since we're on that point, going under doesn't mean you did the fucking job. It means you put somebody over. Doing the job means you got job to fuck out. You got squashed. You got no offense in. Well, see, we talked but, about this. We talked about this on the way down to the show uh, two Saturdays ago. Right. And you're completely right. I mean, if you go under, it doesn't mean you're a jobber or you did the job. No. Job, job match and a squash match is pretty much the same thing. Well, you'd be a jobber, get some offense in. But people use the term job just like, hey, I'm going to go job to this guy. No, you're putting a guy over. It's completely different. Right. Squash match, you get no offense in. A job match, you get a little offense, but it's usually out of nowhere and it surprises the heel. Then the heel takes over and beats that ass. Yep. Comparison is, look at Road Warriors matches on TV in the 80s compared to, like, that's a squash. A job is anything involving George South, Italian Stallion, Cruel Connection, Thunderfoot 1 and 2. Those were job matches. They got offense in, but it wasn't a lot. You never felt the baby faces were in total jeopardy of losing the match. So, But at this point, with Cody being your big match going into WrestleMania, he shouldn't be having competitive matches with an underneath guy. Or a tag team guy, unless it was somebody like, say, Montez Ford that we know is about to be a breakout star. But I wouldn't do Montez and Cody because it's going to split the crowd. Right. You you get what I'm saying? Unless you get that crowd that just loves wrestling and wants to see it. Yeah, we're at Chatsworth on Saturday night. The rest of that don't exist. (laughs) Everybody else has got opinions and assholes and has never done anything in the business or even knows anything about the business, either before the Attitude Era or before the PG Era, depending on their age. They think wrestling was invented then on the Monday Night Wars, and it wasn't. Because Stephanie McMahon invented women's wrestling. Yeah. (laughs) That would be be Mildred Burke and her husband. (laughs) But uh, also, I don't like the fact of putting the belt on Lita. Agreed. Don't get me wrong. Huge Lita fan. Huge Miss Congeniality fan. She was in Nashville when I was in Nashville. Cool chick. Super great. She used to be great. Didn't watch last night's match, but based on what I've seen of her in the past, it ain't there no more. Like, she's almost missing moonsaults and, you know. Well, like I hit the moonsault last night. Well, she hits them, but they're not like Jeff Hardy's senton. They're going to kill you. It's going to look like shit because she's killing you, but I just... You've already sold the stadium out. Do you need to bring back nostalgia for this this show? To me, you would have got more out of having Becky wrestle Bailey at the big show. EO and Dakota working Shane and Rhonda at the big show. 
Now it looks like it's going to be a six person, which where does that leave Rhonda and Shayna? I know Will's thinking probably off the fucking show. <laughs> Here's hoping. But, you know, they had last minute ticket sales last year, so Austin helped pop that. Yeah. Lita's not helping pop it. I don't like that. Um, what I'm most excited about is Mania and then the Raw after to see who comes, either who signs and comes over or who comes up XT. Which, since we're speaking on news, um, by the way, that rumor is not being confirmed about Vince being back in creative. There was also a post that said uh, at NXT they're planting people and signs in the crowd to boo Braun Br- Breaker to turn him he- I heard that. I heard that too. So maybe he drops the belt to Carmelo <laughs> at standing, is it standing to deliver at Mania um, Weekend? Whatever they're doing Mania Weekend. I ain't standing to deliver. I miss takeovers. But anyway, he drops to him that I can see him coming to to Raw. I mean, he's he don't need to be on NXT any longer. He's done, he's done, he's done enough. He's proved that he's ready for the main roster. Right. And Mel... Joshua agreed to this because he wasn't big on him at first, but Melo deserves to have a run with that title. Agreed. And he's really the one to take it off of Braun. But also, they're teasing, it's supposed to be tonight, they're teasing Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement to face Grayson Waller. But it's not going to end up being Shawn. The rumor is it's going to be Dragon Lee making his debut. I'm fine with that. That's why I saw that too. Yeah, that'll be that good. The way to make a debut is Shawn Michaels is like, this is a guy I picked to. Endorsing you, yeah. I mean, you're you're immediately for the fans that know you, you're over here and good anyway. For the ones that don't know, you've automatically got that rub. But Mania Saturday is going to be a long day for us boys if we're watching Stand and Deliver too. When are they doing Stand and Deliver? Saturday. Why? Because it's the afternoon show. Uh, but yeah. And I'll tell you why, and it's brilliant. Hey, come watch us or go watch some of these indies that's running. You know, because all the big indies are be in L.A. trying to do big shows. Right. And, you know, Ring of Honor is Friday. We'll watch it Friday. No, we won't. We'll be more on that later where we'll be the Friday before WrestleMania. <laughs> but, you know, we can watch it Sunday before if y'all wanted to do that. It'll be two long days, but at least we get it all in. But uh, let's see. Superstar Billy Graham is uh, still in the hospital with whatever the kidney failure or whatever he, was, he had. Now he's got COVID-19. God damn. Uh, Triple H apparently wanted to cut a lot of Mania matches and have a shorter Mania this year. I'm fine with that. And then here's the reason... Back to my first point of Vince being on creative. After what they did with Brock Lesnar, that that proves to me that Vince is back on creative. Yeah. But we should have had an actual finish to that feud with Brock and Bobby. And I didn't realize this. See if you guys had that. Since Triple H just took over the reins, Lesnar has not won a match. He hasn't. Nope. Oh, 
He's not one and got put out early in the Rumble, so I don't look for him to put Omos over, but... I see it maybe being a fuck finish to where he squashes Omos fast and then Hurt Business reunites. That was, I was about to say, the only way I could see it is if that's where the Hurt Business reunites and then, you know, it was all a plan with MVP and Bobby. But they're also teasing Carmelo Hayes for Hurt Business. I don't think that's going to happen because MVP commented on that and then he said, why don't we add the black referee, the black cameraman, and all these other people? He said, you can't have every black person in a group of black people. Plus, Melo's, Melo's too big of a character. I wouldn't I wouldn't waste him in a group. No. No, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I'd bring him, him and Trick up together. You know, Trick don't have to wrestle a lot, but what he does, I mean, he's good in the ring. Don't get me wrong. If you've not seen any of his matches, they're really good, but just that combination, the way they play off each other is incredible. Uh, Mark Henry was on Busted Open. Did you guys see about this? Where he said he brought Punk back? Yeah, where he put Punk over and said uh, he'd bring Punk back if it was up to him. Yeah, I saw that. So I think that's <laughs> good. See the thing today where it said Omega breaks silence about... That. Uh, That's double, double or nothing. Or all out, the brawl out. Yeah. Yeah. And I, no I, I wasted five minutes of my life reading that, and all he said was, regrettable situation that could have been handled differently, a lot of emotions, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Never really said anything about it. I'm wondering if they signed NDAs and why they st- and they still can't talk about it. Oh, yeah, they signed NDAs. How he long is an, N- an NDA hold up for it can it be for for life or is it paper when you sign it it so, joined the nwo nda's for life cornet signed an nda uh if y'all don't listen to cornet's podcast you probably wouldn't know this but when aew was first being formed tony khan reached out to cornet about coming on as a booker oh hmm. and you know that whole conversation, Cornette's like, I can tell you we talked, and I can tell you I told him that uh, it'll never work with a group you have in charge, talking about the EVPs, and plus I don't want to travel. So, But Cornette signed an NDA, so he can't you know, really talk about any more information than that. Now, I'm sure like, if, if the company that you signed the NDA with went out of business or something, I'm sure that might negate it, but then again, it might not. I I don't know. I was just curious on how those work if they're for life or if they have to be like renewed every so often or something like that. I would say they're probably for life. It's not a renewal. Well, no, because there are some that uh, people who their NDAs have like expired, they're actually going out and telling the secrets. I mean, some it's going to be in the agreement that you sign how long it's for. I'd say this one's probably for life because they don't want to get out that they had executives starting a fight. You know I mean, what I mean? There's a lot of places, like, if you go work somewhere, they'll have you sign a non-disclosure agreement about the stuff that you work with, so you can't go to the rival company and tell them all the secrets. Yeah, I've had to do that before. And then it'll be, like, a five to six year after you well, leave. Not that, like, if you work at Lowe's, you can't work at Home Depot and vice versa. Or is one of those to where after you sign it, once you retire from the place or leave the place, 
it's five years from your last day. That way, whatever they've been working on is, you know, fucking not expired. What's the word? Implemented. Expired. Uh, did, did fucking when it's old and you don't use it no more. My penis. When it's Ben's penis. Yeah, outdated, antiquated type. What's a Hank Walker? Yes. I like Hank Walker. He's good. He's the guy that was walking around, looked like he was a janitor, and he was wrestling in his like shirt and pants. It's okay. Seth Rogen's son. Yeah, that too. <laughs> That's all the news I could think of that I seen once you got there, Joshua. You pretty much had everything that I had except for I don't. Clip. Other than AEW announcing their the the important announcement that Tony Khan had was the All Access <laughs> reality show or whatever, basically just replacing. Basically, yeah. Tony Khan. He's never going to put another Booker in place, but he needs. Some kind of sounding board or something to where when he says, I've got a major announcement, they're like, hey, don't say this is a major announcement because it's really fucking not. Yeah, that's one of those they could have. The only real major announcement that he's ever come through with actually got leaked, if you'll think about it, was uh, Door. Yeah. Which it's already been leaked for this year's Forbidden Door. The date already on Spectrum's cable. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was going to be Forbidden Door Two was the announcement. Well, you remember if last year they only did like a month build up to it, so I'm wondering where they go from this one. If if they learn their well, they, it'll still be the same way because they their uh, what was their first pay per view? All in. All, yeah. All out. All in. And then Double or Nothing was their first No, all, all, all In was the one show. All In was the one show so they could sell out the arena. And then Double yeah, or Nothing so all was out was, branded. Remember, All Out is when they do in May, so you're still only going to have a month build up. And I guess that's what we'll talk about in our discussion. Is that what we decided on is the Revolution, revolution card yeah, set? Revolution, pull up whatever card they have, and then like. We'll speculate, guess, on what else could happen. And yeah. We'll kind of go ahead and say what we think will happen now, and our picks may change after we watch TV tomorrow, but I don't know. Uh, in other news, well, Ring of Honor. Like had... What? In the sheer. They look like Santa Claus without a shirt on. Nice. <laughs> That's Beard Mahan, right? Yeah, yeah, and and uh, yeah, the sangria. Sanger? Yeah, thank. You. Remember, he's the coffee. <laughs> but uh, does he actually have like working cowboy boots? It looks like he does. Oh, Gigi Dunn. Who? Brooks. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, they're kind of like Dusty and Barry had. I really like Briggs and Jensen. Why does it look like they're about to break him up? Well, there's some dissension in the ranks because he's dating Katana Chase, not yeah, her. Yeah. What was her name? Well, it's not Katana Chase. It's uh, 
I know who you're talking about. The business. Yeah, well, team. he dated her, and then old Fallon Henley heard her on the phone telling somebody she loved him. <laughs> it was show a up at, yeah, show up at the door when he's trying to get his his goodnight kiss, and she says, "Yeah, I told him I loved him. It's my brother." Homeboy opens the door and says, "You're home, sis. I'm gonna go out the back." <laughs> so there's a, there's some dissension in the ranks there. Fallon Henley's fine as hell, though. Ow, that looked painful. That was another thing. Did y'all see where Charlotte put over Zoe Stark? Where Charlotte did what now? She put over Zoe Stark, said that she's probably no. the greatest she should. in the Zoe Stark is phenomenal. Zoe Stark is good. She's actually getting shots on the main roster, too. So she'll I've probably be up after Mania. I've actually become a fan of that uh, Soul Rocka as well. Yeah. She is really good and really athletic. 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 How Ted Turner would say it. So we'll give you that. Uh, Ring of Honor also had their first set of TV tapings under the Tony Khan administration this past weekend. Do they have results out? They do have results out. They taped a shit ton of matches. Um... Josh. Josh is taking dogs out. Okay, I'm fixing to go take the kids to the pool, so give me just a second and I will look them up because I just seen them earlier today. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are shitting on it because they're like, who the fuck are these guys? You know, this isn't it Ring of Honor, but I was happy with a lot of the people I've seen there. Like, the opening match that was filmed. I don't know if it'll be the first match they show on TV, but the uh, two Ring of Honor originals, Mark Briscoe versus my buddy Jeremy Boyd, a.k.a. Slim J. Nice. You know how Slim's used on Dynamite and Rampage, so people were shitting on that. I mean, people are going to shit on anything, really. I mean... yeah. Now, if you're a member of Honor Club and you want to watch this and be surprised and don't listen to us right now, but yeah, it says episode one and it actually is the first match. Mark Briscoe defeated Slim J. Ah, I like this one. My buddy Sean Dean back on TV. Nice. The Kingdom defeats Sean Dean and Carly Bravo. Damn, listen to this one. New Japan Pro Wrestling World Television Championship match. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Blake Christian. Yeah, let's shit on that match, guys. Christopher Daniels defeated Rahit Raju. Bless you. Takashita <laughs> defeated Josh Woods. Nice. The Embassy defeated, I only know one of these guys, Rex Lawless, Joey Keys, and LSG. You remember LSG, don't you, Jason, from Coast to Coast, the Italian kid? Yeah, LSG was a uh, badass R&B group. But that they were, but this was a kid trained by Danny Cage. We watched him on Ring of Honor when we used to come home from wrestling. Okay. Let's see. Arya Davari defeated Mascarada, Mascara Dorada, which was Lince Dorado in WWE. Okay. Sky Blue and Madison Rain defeated the Renegade Twins. 
which I sent that to group chat. If you guys don't follow NWA at their last pay-per-view, and I've said the Renegade Twins beat uh, friends of mine pretty empowered to become the new tag team champions, lost it the next day at TV, back to pretty empowered. Pretty empowered then in turn lost them right immediately to uh, Miss Acade and Maddie D. Maddie. So I just wonder if maybe they signed with Ring of Honor or what the deal is, or they told Billy we were doing this and we're going under, so he took the belts off on them. But either way, next, uh, Ian Riccoboni, which I'm so glad he's there on commentary. Well, yeah, that's the voice of Ring of Honor. Without him, it would be pointless. Yeah, well, him and, him and Caprice are doing, uh, doing commentary. Good. Yuta is interviewed by Riccoboni, issues an open challenge for his pure championship next week. It is answered by Timothy Thatcher. Oh, God. Ooh. Listen to this ladies' match. Willow Nightingale defeats Lady Frost. Yep. Oh, I sweet. I like Lady Frost. Me too. I like Willow. Oh, both of them are fucking incredible. Uh, you were outside when he announced the uh, who answered... Uh, Wheeler Yuta's open challenge the for the pure. pure title. Who? Timothy Thatcher. Nice. Uh, Willow. Oh, yeah, the whole card sounds great. Willow challenges uh, Athena for the Ring of Honor women's title. Nice. Who's challenging Athena? Willow is. Is this for the March 2nd show? I'm reading all the results. Stick with me, kid. <laughs> We're now at the main event of episode one. Claudio Castagnoli defeats A.R. Fox. Hopefully Fox got a good showing. Eddie Kingston challenged uh, Claudio to a title match, but Claudio laughed at Kingston and walked away. Ooh, that'll be good. I would love for him to take the title. Faces to episode two. World television champion Samoa Joe defeats Tony Deppin. After the match. Joe issued an open challenge, which was accepted by Mark Briscoe. Dalton Castle and the boys defeat Marcus Cross in C4. Marcus Cross is... Shit, what's his name? Uh, the Dunga Boy-looking kid. Griff Garrison's old tag team partner in Anarchy. Okay. I've seen him Bruce, Yes. Bruce and Drillistico... Defeated Serpenetico and Angelico. There's a lot of Trish. echoes in that. Yes. Trish. Was Chris Jericho. Parts. What was that one? I was making a bad joke. Trish Adora defeated Billy Starks. Okay. Here's two people we know, Jason. Uh, the Trust Busters, Slim and Avari, or Ari, defeat Jake Chris. Remember him from Impact? Yeah. And man scout Jake Manning. Oh, shit. Ring of Honor Pure title bout. Wheeler Uter defeated Timothy Thatcher. Nice. Ozzy Open defeat Red Titus and Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Eddie Kingston defeats Ben Deho. Deho. <laughs> <laughs> Ring of Honor World's Women Championship, Athena defeated Willow Nightingale. Uh, also, during the Kingston match, Claudio was sitting ringside wearing a white shirt, and Eddie threw a drink on him. As you do. Shirt. He wants up his white shirt, man. 
Hopefully so that's the red dragon. I don't I don't see how anybody can say that shitty cards. Are there people on there you don't know? Yeah, there are people on there I don't know. But just because you don't know them doesn't make it shit. You the exactly. point is watching people you don't know. And watching them become built up because you never know. I guarantee you, any number of that people is going to be a huge star. Any player could be. Um, Tillman and Anderson worked at dark. Like Ben Carter. Against who? Uh, I didn't say. Oh, okay. Like Ben Carter. We didn't know him. He started coming to a couple of shows that we a couple of chip shows, a couple of shows. Next thing you know, guess what? He's on NXT. Well, we didn't know him because he didn't wrestle anywhere except training at Seth's school. Right, right. But I'm excited for it. I may actually get the uh, Get Honor Club. How much is it? $10. Yeah, I think I'll get it for I think I'll get it for us, too. Or if you get it, we can all watch it. Well, what I was going to say was since you got New Japan, I'll cancel mine because my subscription's up. I'm paying month to month now. I'll get the uh, I'll get the Honor Club. Then we'll have with Will's Impact. We'll have Impact covered. We'll have Ring of Honor covered, and we'll have uh, New Japan covered. Heck yeah! I have to go back into New Japan figure out what's going on because apparently I couldn't get Battle in the Valley. Apparently you had to pay for that. But when I signed up, it gave us Wrestle Kingdom, so I was confused. I don't know what the heck. Well, I think uh, that's because it was an actual pay-per-view. I think uh, Battle in the Valley was specifically for Fight TV. Okay, okay, so going for okay, then never mind. So we're still good. I mean, you might want to double-check. Could okay. be wrong. I know they don't have Wrestle Kingdom on Fight TV, but they had that, so that's why I assumed it was exclusive for, you know, Fight. And we're gearing up also for NWA's next big pay-per-view coming up in April. It'll be in Chicago. I think it's 312 is Chicago's area code, so that's the name of the pay-per-view. EC3 is going against Scion for the national title. That's really really the only thing they've announced so far. Tyrus is full-fledged babyface now. Black G's left him inside it with EC3. Uh, I'm sure, you know, Latimer will have a match for his newly won TV title. I've not watched today's episode, so I can't tell you anything if changed. And I didn't watch Saturday's USA because I slept until it was time for the XFL. Speaking of, the XFL is fucking phenomenal. I love it. Uh, I like the kickoffs being different. I like the way they do the kickoffs. I don't know that I like the no the no extra points. That I like because they uh, it's different and they can flip a game because you can go with the one, two, or three point. No, I, don't get me wrong. I like the concept, but I think you should be able to kick an extra point for the one point. Go from the uh, the five for the you five know kick the extra point from the yeah, but keep the two and the three there, but I'll say this. The D.C. Defenders are the ultimate underdog team in this league. Both games that I've watched of theirs this season, they're getting that ass beat all the way until the fourth quarter. Yeah. And they all of a sudden make this huge babyface comeback. Uh, I'm pulling for them, and I'm pulling for 
St. Louis, and I'm pulling for St. Louis mainly because AJ McCarron. Well, it's not just because he's an Alabama guy. I mean that helps, but the fact that he had a four million dollar contract offer and turned it down to make sixty thousand dollars to play for the XFL, so his boys could actually watch him play football, is fucking amazing to me. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> because I just said, you know what I just said. I just said, fuck them kids. Give me the money. Right. I'll take that for yeah. them. Yeah, there's this thing called YouTube. Oh, yeah. type, in, type in daddy's name at the University of Alabama and enjoy. <laughs> I want a natty at that bitch. But yeah, the XFL's fun. And when it's over, it'll be full-fledged baseball season. Not only that, then we'll have the USFL, which has a local enough team that we could actually go to Birmingham and watch the uh, Stallions. Watch the Stallions play. Only if they're Italian. <laughs> well, we'll get tempers to go with us. Then we've got about a hundred percent Italian there. <laughs> we'll eat an Italian sausage pizza with pepperoni. <laughs> That's really all I got for news and updates. Uh, anybody got anything else? No, not really. It's like you said, it's been a pretty slow news week. And you'd figure being this close to Mania, it wouldn't be, but I'd say in the coming weeks, it's going to it's gonna pick up and we'll have a longer news segment, but that's all right. Yeah, it's not all right. I mean, we usually have a long news segment, but it's okay. We'll, we'll make it up for the AEW you discussion. Have a long segment. Yeah, you'll need to pull the card up. We'll come back and... Uh, Talk oh, Renegade Saturday night and then go right in there discussion if that's all right with you guys. Fine with me. Yeah, hell yeah. Sounds good. Uh Josh, go ahead and pull it up on your phone there. Pulling it yeah. up, boss. Pull it up on your phone and while you're doing that, we're gonna take us a little break and we will be right back. And we're back. Back again. Back. Back. Where's my, where's my echo? We thought we were gonna get it, but he just started laughing. Oh. Tell him quit looking at his goober and he won't laugh. <laughs> Telling girls do that to his daddy all the time. It's okay. No, 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 no. With the balls, maybe. I mean, kind of hard to find my balls. You got little balls, Josh? Still need to get a vasectomy, though. You got little balls, Josh? I got me? A little, a little tiny nuts. Just looking at you, I can tell you were the type of guy who has a little in it and some tiny, tiny nuts. nuts. Josh's whole sack looks like one hacky sack. Oh, kind of accurate. Poor and deflated. <laughs> Don't worry, my looks, like, looks like you put two bowling balls in a pair of pantyhose. Mine look like grapefruits in a knapsack. <laughs> All right, so Josh. <laughs> While you're getting that pulled up, I will go over what we've got coming up Saturday night. Saturday night, RCW, be there because I'm going to fuck West Blaze up. Well, let's talk about that in a minute. But this coming Saturday night at the Tabernacle of North Georgia Wrestling off on Alternate 52 in Chatsworth, Georgia. Doors open at 7. Bell time is 8. Tickets are $10 for adults. $5 are for kids. If you got a family of four, ask for the family four pack. That'll save you some money. If you don't ask, what's going to happen, Josh? You're going to pay for the whole amount. You're going to be charged $40. Yeah. We're going to give you a discount, but we ain't advertising. You got to ask about it. I mean, save you some money. 
And what can they do with that money, Josh? They can use that extra money to hop on over to the Renegade Diner to get them a cold beverage and a nice meal. Yeah, because this weather, we don't know if they're going to need a cold or a warm beverage come Saturday. Why do you take Cody Daly's whole gimmick here, sir? I ain't trying to take nobody's gimmick. <laughs> I do this every time. Be 75 degrees today and it's supposed to be 30 tomorrow. People will get sick. So you can use that for a cold or a warm drink, shall you choose, at the Renegade Diner. Get both. And I had some... It's going to be hot and cold in the next two. I mean, the action in the arena will keep it warm anyway. Yeah. Warm hell. It's hot as fuck in the arena. <laughs> right. Goddamn right. It's hotter than Satan's ball sack. That first show in the new building was dressing fucking room, hot. Dressing room, hot in the motherfucker. Once you come in the building, the hallway all the way into production, cold as hell. I walk out there, I'm sweating bullets in that damn jacket. No fucking doubt. Dude, I'm talking about, we're shivering. We're huddled up in the production room, aren't we, Josh? <laughs> you ain't fucking kidding. Like trying to keep some some body heat going so we ain't freezing to death. And I'll walk out there, and as soon as you hit that curtain, it's like you just walk through the house of hell and takes your breath away. 9,000 degrees. Bro, when I was riffing Saturday night, that uh, I looked, that shit was on 86 degrees. And I'm like, fuck me. Temperature is over 9,000. I told Cody, I said, hit that, turn the air on in this bitch. Red goes, yeah, please. <laughs> but some matches we can go over for Saturday. I think this is a pretty stacked card. Uh, Casey Cage returns after his uh, his actions against Brent uh, a month ago. You know he beat the shit out of Brent. Tried to they tried to choke the man out with a leather belt, and basically, I mean, for lack of better words, stole the RCW championship. Uh, he sent the office a video today that you know we're going to put up on social media, but he's saying that he's going to be defending his RCW championship. So possession is nine-tenths of the law, but he's taking on a young upstart that we're big on in the office, and uh, I know our fans are loving him, and Tristan Cassidy. Oh, yeah. Um, I called him the barely legal buck. I think Tristan's inexperience is going to cost him in this one. Uh, Casey snapped, and I hadn't seen him like that in a long time, so Tristan better be on his A game. Be quick and try to pick up the victory fairly quickly and get out of there. We've also got Chris Payne, the RCW No Limits champion, taking on member of Steve Dave Enterprises, Matthew Pepperbottom. Peckercorn. Peckercorn. Whatever his damn name is. <laughs> oh, Pickle Pecker. Pickle Pecker. But uh, Chris Payne can't overlook this kid. No. We may joke about his name, but the kid's got potential. We joke about his name, and you can't take away what he's done in the ring. Nope. Uh, and the potential he has. I mean, unless, you know, we, we pull the curtain back a lot. Last Saturday, he showed up for a seminar with uh, former WWE NXT talent, current AEW talent, who you can watch on AEW AEW Dark tonight, Anthony Henry. He showed up at a seminar with him two weeks ago. This Saturday, he's going to do a seminar with very good friends of all of ours, the Tank and Reverend, at the Scenic City Invitation. I'm sorry, that's March 4th, guys. But he's going to do that. So the kid's got the will. He's got the drive. He's got the ambition. He's taking it seriously. Uh, he is a little inexperienced. 
so pain can't overlook that. And yeah, but as long as he's willing remember, to learn, that goes a long way. Do what? As long as he's willing to learn, that goes a long way. Exactly. Very and, true. You know, we know his trainer personally, and we know he was trained right. And I got good down fundamentals. In the ring. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, the only thing you can say about Pecker Pecker there is uh, maybe his choice and who he associates with. Because remember, he is a proud member of Steve Dave Enterprises. So you got to have to keep his eye out on them as well. It's okay. Pay attention to the Patreon in the coming weeks. You'll hear a story about Steve Dave. Yeah, you will. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, this one was uh, coming off what happened at the last show with uh, Brandon Collins taking on uh, Skunk Rocker, who is a graduate of the TWE Wrestling Dojo. Tork uh, apparently seen issues with that because Brandon had called him no competition. Tork comes in, beats up Skunk, goes to leave. Brandon tells him to get his bitch ass in the ring. They're not done. They go to a 15-minute time limit draw. So this Saturday night, we're going to have the return match of Torque taking on uh, Brandon Collins. So glad to see Brandon back, man. Amen. Speaking of Brandon, uh, Aaron says to tell everyone hello. I got to see him for a little bit today. Okay. What up, uh, Jay? He was dropping his motorcycle off at the shop because he's got a 600-mile trip this weekend and needed somebody to pick him up, so... I rode up to uh, the motorcycle shop there on Lafette Road and picked him up, and we had us a good little catch-up conversation, and we're going we gonna to make some time to hang out. I miss my brother. Love you, Aaron. Uh, oh, for you that don't know, that's yeah. Collins. Uh, but Brandon Collins and Tork will be really good. Pain and Peppercorn will be really good. Casey Triss will be good. We'll get to the big match here in a minute, but I think this one, could steal the show Saturday night. Newest member of Chase Jordan or shit. <laughs> Newest member of Steve Dave Enterprises, Chase Jordan, takes on uh, Uncle Terry, Terry the Rocker Lawler. It was nice. This was, last show was the first night I got to meet Terry. He's a damn good guy. Terry, I told you before, you've met him before. You, I never got to introduce myself. You didn't introduce yourself at the Drew show? Uh, with everything that was going on, I don't think I ever got the chance to. Uh, he was at the Drew show, and he was at Valley Vibes when we went to that. I think, like you said, I think we'd already, he'd already left before we started Terry's three hours, great. ten hours later. No, because he was there with Brandon. The whole time Brandon was there, Terry was there. What the heck Yeah, I've known Terry since before I started. Him and Dave have been friends for years, so I've known Uncle Terry for years, and when I say uncle, I guess it's official now that, you know, he's Brandon's dad, so he's in the family. He was always a member of the family, but now they made it official. That's that's Uncle Terry. But seriously, I think that match between him and Chase could still show, but much like we, we said Chris Payne, he's got to keep an eye out on Steve Dave Enterprises as well. And the big match coming into this week was decided at the last show when Zach Malone picked up a victory over uh, West Blaze's hand-picked opponent, which happened to be Zach's former partner, Mike Clay. And by picking up that victory, Jason Hampton got to pick stipulation for his match against West Blaze this Saturday night. So I'll let Jason tell you what match he picked, then I'll kind of let you know the history of that match. 
Well, I had a lot of things going on. I had a lot of people <coughs> in my ear saying, oh, you should pick this, you should do this. I still said loser wears a dress. Do what? I still said loser wears a dress. I mean, hell, bring a dress Saturday night, and when I beat him, I'll put it on him. <laughs> Bad thing is, he might like it. <laughs> he like veto. Fuck up, be like Perry Saturn. We couldn't get it off of him. Ooh. Can we get a mop, too? No moppy. That's copyrighted. Okay, broom. Broomy. Broomy. <laughs> Goddamn. It's broom-tastic. Oh, we changed up. It's bromy. Bromy. Because <laughs> the, bro- the broom is his bro. But no, I decided on the uh, bunkhouse brawl, come as you are, tape your fists up, and just beat the shit out of each other. Nice. And for those that don't know what a bunkhouse brawl is, it is a Dusty Rhodes creation. Dusty would always tell you, put on your bunkhouse a tie. And what that meant was boots, jeans, t-shirt, tape your fist up, come ready to fight. Basically, what you come to the show in, you come to the ring to fight in. It's not a wrestling match. It's a fight. So this Saturday night, you're going to see some great wrestling, but you're also going to see a fight. And uh, I know Jason very well, so I know he's trying to spill Wes's blood, and I know Wes very well. So he's going to be trying to spill Jason's blood come Saturday night. And remember, you can see all this this Saturday night. Doors open at 7, bell times 8 p.m. Tickets are 10 for adults, 5 for kids. As for that four pack discount, I don't know if y'all did. You'll pay for the the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Don't miss it. Be Be there. Sorry. God damn it. (laughs) He got hit in the eye. What happened? I was playing tug of war with Remy and attacked Jason with a toy. He so, had about a three, four foot long rope that he's playing with the dog with. The dog let go while he was pulling, and it just barely missed my face. What is it with Will and his people and AIM being off? <laughs> Zarbit. Which, by the way, Will, Justin said you're a lying piece of shit. You got funny stories. Oh. You got funny stories. They don't have to involve wrestling. The only thing that involved the dish sink, the dish story and cookies is that there was wrestlers in the house. <laughs> he can't figure out what the fuck Justin knows about his stories. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we need to get Justin to do a Patreon to tell some of Will's secret stories he's not wanting to tell his boys. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what the fuck Justin's talking about. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's repressed a lot of this. Let me make a text real quick. Hey, Justin, what the podcast? Justin, ride to Chatsworth with us on Saturday. You can tell us in person. <laughs> <laughs> NXT Roadblock next week. Miko Satamora and Roxanne Perez. That'll be good. Hell yeah. Who's uh, that jailhouse street fight? JC and Gigi next week, too, I think it JC, said. JC, Yeah, J, uh, Gigi's Dada supposed to be part of Oh, Tony. Yeah. D'Angelo. Yeah. Yeah, Tony D'Angelo and DiJack are doing the. Hope his fingers better. Winner that'll probably face Wesley at standing deliver. And they should take the title off of him. They should have gave that guy a better name. Who Wesley? Yeah, Wesley. That's who I'm wrestling Saturday, Wesley. Yeah. 
or just gave him the one name like they do everybody else and called him Wesley. Because you know they don't ever say just the first or last name when they're calling action. They say Wesley with a drop or whatever. Yeah. Uh, What you got pulled up for this discussion, Josh? Uh, If you are cool with it, let him go match. Let's say a match, and then we'll give our thoughts on it and go on to the next one. Y'all cool with that? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. And then, uh, then at the end, we can think what might be added that's not announced yet. Yeah, that sounds good. I think I like the way that sounds. So, uh, oh, we got to give them an update on the standings after uh, chamber elimination chamber. Oh yeah, after elimination chamber. Go, you wanna go ahead and do that while I get the dog some water? Well, I mean that ain't gonna take long and. I can throw a pause in there because I was going to tell Ben something anyway. That I fuck him, dog. Fuck him, dog. Open the bathroom. Let him drink up. I'm going to get Will involved here too. So yeah, let's take a pause for the cause real quick. Well, we got to do the boob cup standings first, this jackass. This got real aggressive. Well, because yeah, Josh is pissed off at me because and hey, we'll, we'll we'll stop right there because Ben will get get on my side for this. He's confused as fuck being this right now. What the fuck's going on? Okay, boob cup standings, which is what I'm supposed to be fucking talking about right now. Okay. Helicopter, helicopter. Uh, it's a three-way tie for second place. Who's in second place? The Not me. In this room. <laughs> God damn it, Ben. <laughs> what? I'm not. Thanks to Edge and Beth Phoenix winning their match... Ben got those extra couple of points to take the logical booking would tell you that that it should have ended there. Yeah, but I figured it was going to last till mania. That's why I figured it was going to happen, but I didn't. Oh, so Rocka is incredible. I like this girl. He's a little late to the party, isn't he? Yeah. But it's okay. We already talked about her and Zoe Stark both. But yeah, Benjamin is in the lead in the boob cup standings, I believe, by two points. Three. Is it three? It's three. It's 27 to 24. To 24 to 24. And then all that could change this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Because you know, you never know how he's going to go. Yeah, Tony Khan's booking is all over the place. You never know what he's thinking, so. Exactly. It could, even though it's set up logically for one thing to happen, it might not happen. All right, so we'll get. <laughs> so, uh. Fuck you, goddamn bitch. Josh, you're back. Go ahead, get your phone out and tell us what the first match is listed. Now, I don't know if this is any particular order, but the first match is going to be Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks. Now, this needs to be the end of all this fucking shit with AAS. You got to put stars over. Got, got to put stars over. Heavy over. And the way he baited Jericho Wednesday was great. It was yes. great. <clears throat> so now you've got it to where the JAS is barred from ringside. And you're going to have Jericho coming out pissed off because he got duped into the match. Right. We need straight Jericho. We don't need JAS. Don't need Painmaker. Don't need none of that. We need Jericho. 
agree with that completely. What about you, Wilbur? If Starks doesn't go over, then it's, it's bullshit. Like, what, Agreed. What does Jericho have to prove anymore in this business? Absolutely nothing. Right now, his goal should be getting young guys over. And that's the thing. Going back to news real quick, he talked about one of the, um, I don't know if it was Busted Open or somewhere else, talked about how WWE is no longer the place to be. It's AEW. I'm not ever going back to WWE. I'm here to put people over. I'm here to not only help my career and keep my career going for as long as my body will allow it. But, but also who the us. fuck is he put over? Exactly. He's not putting nobody fucking over. No, I mean, you think about it. He put Kingston over. He put Andra- uh, Action Andrade over. Or Andretti over. But everybody like gets over. But as soon as he puts somebody up. over, he's got to get his shit back. He's got to get his heat right. back. He's the king, as Tyler says, of 50-50 booking. And, you know, you can't build a star off 50-50 booking. No. No. Jericho, to me, he's become what he said hey. he left WCW for. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. He's still fucking phenomenal when he goes. Like, he can still go. He's not missed a beat. Right. Whatever weight gain or age, he can still fucking go. The only issue is... He's got to be in his creative... I don't know if he's got creative control or if he's got enough helm over Tony Khan that he can do whatever he wants, but it's... I'm sure it's a little bit of both. But also, you look at his group. At least in the first group, he elevated people with that group. Well, except for one person. We all know who that person is. Well, he shouldn't have a contract anyway. But he likes his hat. But his first group, you know, he got Santana and Ortiz over. He got Sammy over. Uh, Sammy's personal decisions have fucked his momentum up going forward yep. with the fans, in my opinion. Yep. Piece of shit. Lost all respect uh, to him. But... I was a huge 2.0 fan before they got released from NXT. Yeah, I love. They could, they could do us so much with those guys, but they're just not for whatever reason. Uh, is fucking phenomenal. On he's the fucking money. He's, he's fucking hilarious and freaking. Garcia, Garcia. Garcia's a star. Yeah, and Parker, he's he he can be a hellacious technical wrestler. I yeah, and, and you got just fuck Jericho over and go on his own. I hope. He don't need, we don't need no more Jericho factions. Jericho needs to do what he needs to do, put people over going forward, and then transition into commentary or producing. But I think that's what Jericho thinks, is him being the leader of these groups is what's putting these people over, but it's not. No, that's they're not the even thing, getting though. TV. At least the first group, the inner circle, got TV time. You know, everybody had matches. Don't get me wrong, the, inter, the JAS TV time, but nobody gets matches but Sammy and Danny. And Jericho, thank God, Hager don't get many. Right. But I, I like the point. They're just they're flunking. So we're all in agreement there. I think we'll all probably have the same pick on that uh, one. The whole thing about the whole Jericho deal, though, you know, is it Tony Khan though? Because everybody's saying Jericho's not doing this, Jericho's not doing that. Is it? Is, you it know, Tony just is it just Tony being like, okay, I'm a huge Jericho fan. I don't want to piss him off and him doing this. It's Tony not being a legitimate booker. Probably not. It's Tony having the people around him influence his decision. have stake in what they do. And 
you can't do that as a booker. Like you, you know, what do we tell everybody? Hey, we love your ideas, but don't get mad when we don't use them. Don't get mad if we use them for somebody else. Sometimes ideas are great, but they're not great for you. And that goes back to what we said at that multiple times on this podcast. They need to have a booking committee, like you said, Ben. Tully, well, he's not there anymore, but Arn, Dustin, you got all these. Jake. You got Jake now teaching guys promos. Put Jake on your booking team and watch how shit changes. Yeah, right. What we got? What's another match we got there? Next match up is going to be John Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page in the Texas Death Match. Yay, blood. I was about to say, let's not bet on the win. Let's bet how much blood, John, how long it takes Moxley to blade. Okay. 2.5 seconds. Over or under? You're taking the over or the under? I'm taking the under. Well, you got to you gotta make one first. He said 2.5 seconds. Uh, I think he's. I think it happens backstage and he's bleeding when the match comes out. <laughs> I, I was just about to say he's going to get attacked on the entrance ramp. He's going to headbutt a locker like Goldberg. I think he pulled the hands and he gigged on Monday. <laughs> Wait, is it okay? The pay per view Sunday. He's bleeding right now. <laughs> I'm sure whatever he does tomorrow, he'll get busted open. Here's another thing. I don't like Hangman Page for what he said about not taking advice. Yes. I don't like Moxley since he's become a shit wrestler. He's but at this point, just say. To say anything that you built with Adam Page, he has to beat Moxley. He needs, yes. to, be, he needs to be decisive, and they need to do an, uh, an angle or something after the match or during the match where Moxley's out for a while. Let him take that vacation. Take some time off so he can come back and hopefully not be shit and just only care about getting fucking blood and shit. Exactly. Moxley needs the time. He's earned the time. He's deserved the time. Yeah, and like Cornette said, how can I miss you if you won't go away? Exactly. Don't get me wrong. He's probably their most over. He needs the time off, though. He, he, well, you're right. Like, he did carry the company on his back. He does deserve that time off. I've not, I like Moxley. I've always been a, a Moxley fan. Mm-hmm. But just the, the garbage wrestling he's done lately of just bleeding all the time, it means nothing anymore. And that's not even just for Moxley. There's all these, some of these matches that they're doing. It. You can't. Like, yes, when before AEW came around, WWE never did blood unless people got busted up in hard way and they even half the time would try to stop the blood from happening. Which was stupid as fuck. Yeah. But, but with, with that said, too, though, accidents happen, so I can handle that. But yeah. blading in a match that means nothing means nothing. But, yeah, but I, I think... It's not an accident anymore. No, I think Hangman has to get this to to stay credible. If he doesn't get this to me, then he's he needs to be relegated to Ring of Honor or Dark and work his way back up. Well, speaking of people that needs to win a match, that's not going to win a match. Well, hold on. What was Jason's thoughts? Oh, yeah, what you got? Sorry, Jason. My thoughts, it's going to be one of those... Uh, Hangman has to win, like you were saying, but uh, Moxley, he's got the momentum, I guess you could say, from everything. It's it's up in the air for me. Hangman should win, but it wouldn't surprise me if they put Moxley over. 
I think this is where Blackpool Combat Club breaks up. They need to because they're really not gotten nothing now. They've it's only been Claudio and Wheeler. They're not coming out with Moxley. They're not. They haven't been coming out and helping Brian with his MJF stuff, which is fine. They need to be separate, but still. No, it's not fine. It was stupid to have them not come out, but Takashita to come out. Okay, for that part, yeah, I agree. But Yuta's been showing a different side, almost going heel. If they're really splitting the rosters, and if you're on Ring of Honor, you're not on the AEW roster, then we're about to lose Claudio and Yuta anyway, so why not break it up? I don't know that they caused the loss, but I think they come out, Dark Order comes out, maybe they start pushing Dark Order, and that's who helps Hangman get the win. I really think so, because people might show this, but I like the side of Evil Uno that he showed these last couple weeks on Dynamite. I've always told you I wasn't. I liked Stu Grace, and I wasn't a fan of Evil Uno. But after last week, he can fucking go. Yeah. And he's worked his ass off. Remember when the, uh, a couple of years ago when AEW first started, he he had some weight to him. He's lost weight. He's gotten better. His promos are looking good. He's he's work. He's put the work in. And I'm a huge Johnny Hungy fan. Oh, I love John Silver. So I see Blackpool. Coming out, Dark Order coming out. That's how Hangman gets the win. Even if they don't break Blackpool up, that's that's my pick. Uh, yeah, I like that. What you got there, Wilbur? What are you thinking? I mean, honestly, eh. <laughs> a, I mean, it's that's like where I am with both of them. Honestly, like, could care less. And they've done that. Uh, me, me too. But my thing is looking at who can afford to take that loss. Mark's going to afford the loss. Hangman can't. Yeah, I mean, just last week on Dynamite, he's the, only, he's the first wrestler to reach 100 wins. He can afford a loss. Exactly. Now, so, to segue, uh, next match, speaking of... Uh, speaking of people who can't afford a loss... Well, they're going to lose, and they're they're done after this, and it sucks because they're my favorite tech faction. They're my favorite trio. AEW World Trios Championships, the Elite versus the House of Black. The House of Black are done. I wanted I, I I had some I had I had a bold prediction. I told Jason, but it all depends on what happens on Dynamite tomorrow, if if and when it happens. My first prediction was House of Black picks up the victory after a returning CM Punk comes back and costs them the match, but. If FTR comes back Wednesday, tomorrow night on Dynamite, as the Joker pick, they might just do a trios match with Punk coming back later on and doing... Well, speaking of that, Punk today on his Instagram put a picture of two Marvel characters. I'll let you look at it so you can see it. I won't spoil it for you. Let me go up here. It says Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler over them with a cartoon character of Jim Cornette in the middle, and it says it's clobbering time. So what if Cornette come back to manage that faction? Oh, shit. Here's my thing on it. Apparently, they've added nine months to Kenny Omega's contract. It was supposed to expire. So now he's under contract until November. Here's my thing. I can see House of Black winning the pay- at the pay-per-view. And then Omega going for the world title one more time to try to appease him and give him 
another run to see if maybe you could sway him into staying. I can see that. Because what better way? And also, like we talked about this when Cody first signed, you book Cody good, it puts them in good grace with other people you want to try to sign from AEW. Right. Well, they did say that they're big on Omega right now, but they don't see him in Cody's league. And they don't. They see him as a good wrestler, but they don't see him as a sports because he's so as that long term star. Yeah, because he's so used to being in the wrestling style. He's never been in the. He's never worked the WWE style. And he's thirty nine years old. So would he want to go ahead and take that chance just to make sure? that he still got that opportunity to make that big money and say, you know, I did this in WWE despite them letting me go and then I blew up? It's possible. That one I could see going either way. Like I said, logically it tells me the Bucks, they're the elites not losing the belts this week. This week. This week. <laughs> this week. Uh, I went fishing at the week. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I could... But also, with- I could see them losing those belts. So, I think this the is the could go after the tag titles again, especially if FDR does come back. It went and we finally get that third match in the trilogy. But also, you get Omega for a last run with the uh, world run with the world title. I feel to like, try to. I feel like this try is to the bargain one, with him today. I feel like this is the one match on the card that's a little bit more difficult to predict. I would about, do though. If, if they don't win, they're done. What do you do with the House of Black from here on out? You can't do nothing else with them. They're, 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 they, they, any opportunity that they could have to be a credible threat to anything or anybody is going to be lost after this. In my opinion, and I, I'm a huge fan. I love this fan. I'm a, I've always been a big Black fan. I, I love Buddy Murphy. Brody King's a fucking. I've always fan. been a fan of the Blacks myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got three monsters and Brody King alone. They need. They Buddy need. Matthews is quite possibly pound for pound the best wrestler in in any company. Agreed. Yes. And he's fucking chiseled out of goddamn granite. God, yeah, he's worked his. He's put that muscle on, man. I like him in uh, the back and forth he said with Dom. That was hilarious. But, like I said, it's one of those things that if they don't win, to me, they've got to go to Ring of Honor and win their trios titles and then work their way back up. Yeah, it's, if they lose, it's they, the definitely way... they split up. Yeah, give us your take, Jason, then we'll... Well, the only way I see they could lose and it makes sense and them not... Uh, be done for relegated back to Ring of Honor is if they just go out there and they're just kicking ass and they wind up getting themselves disqualified. Shit, they don't do disqualifications in AEW. I know, but just you're kicking too much ass. We're going to have to disqualify you because you didn't pay it attention w- to the referee. It would hold well, the weight. That won't happen because think who the, you already know who the referee is going to be. Right, Knox. It's going to be the corpse referee, as Cornette calls him. <laughs> he always referees the Bucks matches. Just like Aubrey always referees Jericho's matches. What do you think, Wilbur? Honestly, if House of Black doesn't win, then what's the point 
of for one them being this unstoppable faction and they've been shit on since they fucking came back to TV. And that's the whole point. They just did this rebirth from TV rising from the ashes, rising from the water and all this. Exactly. Now, what y'all were talking about, the whole Kenny Omega situation, you know, taking the belts off the elites to try to keep Omega there. I, you were just saying they brought Cody in, they pushed Cody to the moon and everything. I mean, they can't do that with everybody. No, you can't. Well, they've already said they don't see Omega being at that level. Right, but I'm just saying the how you were saying, you know, it's going to look good that they brought Cody in, they pushed him to the level, they said they were going to push him, and they did this. But, I mean, hell, there's only so many spots. They have so many people on the roster already. They bring X amount more people in. There's only so many intercontinental titles, and there's only so many United States titles and tag titles that you can put on people. Well, apparently they are splitting the titles up after Mania. So that would, you know, give you another championship in there. But I see what you're saying about the belts, but also look at it from a business standpoint. Every kid, And he's a kid from Canada, so he grew up watching WWE. Right. If he's got that opportunity... He's going to want to listen to that opportunity. And he's not wanting, He's not going to want to miss that opportunity, you know, unless AEW just offers him something outstanding. And he may be one of those, like, you know, I was here from the ground up. I don't want to go anywhere else. But with Hunter being big on him and actually big on the Bucks when their contract expires – take away the core people that helped found AEW then that is that a big blow does that hurt them do they need them it may make them actually reevaluate and force them to it be better. make them look at the way that they let these the older guys that have pulled with Tony book themselves certain ways I mean look at AEW when it first opened up as opposed to, what is it, three, four years later now? Mm-hmm. Three. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're getting all these big stars that are coming in and all the people that help make your company have been phased out. And, okay, say you lose an Omega. Cardona is available. He don't want a WWE schedule, so he can still do indies on the weekends. You've only got to do a weekend every three months there. Right. I mean, even with house shows, I'm sure they're not going to be running house shows every week. Yeah, maybe a couple shows a week. So you've got Cardona, you've got Myers just right off the top of my head, too, that are available. you got guys in the NWA like Silas. Yep. And Corgan said, you know, if they want to use the NWA as a feeder system to bring guys into their company. He's all for it. Yeah. What's good for the geese is good for the gander. I agree with that. What we got next, Joshua? Next, we got the AEW TNT Championship. Samoa Joe defends against Wardlow. I think Wardlow's taking the title back so Joe can focus on I agree. This time they need to book his uh, reign a lot better than the last time. Because he had all this momentum when he beat MJ. Well... 
since Cody and Brody, they've not pushed a TNT champion worth a fuck. No, agreed. no, agreed. The last time it was credible was when, somewhat credible was when Darby won it the first time after beating Cody the last time. After then, it started going downhill. No, no, I lied. Miro had a good reign with it. Miro did good with it. After Miro lost the title, that was it. It was shit. But the way Miro would, lost and who Miro lost to. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to completely shit on Guevara because he has had his moments where he's done good stuff. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, I think he's good in the ring. I think he's just got the... He's got a dickhead personality. Thinks his shit don't stink. Well, he's got the, the go-away heat. Got the x pot heat. How do they because get personal decisions. Yeah. What are you thinking, Josh? I, I'm taking. I got. I got Wardlow as well. I'm in agreement on that. Joe's going to focus on you know Ring of Honor with the TVT title. He's going to you know make sure that you know going forward that Ring of Honor is going to have some good bases, have some good star power, and then once they're comfortable enough, he'll phase back into AEW. Yeah, and then maybe be in the world title picture or something. Yeah. Or maybe be in the world title picture at Ring of Honor. I would not mind seeing Joe being in the world title picture. What about you, Jason? Uh, again, that's another one I could see going either way. Uh, Joe being the double champion, especially with them saying they want to keep Ring of Honor and AEW separate. I think those belts need to be split up. I think the bells need to be split up, and the talent only needs to be on one show. Agreed. He's got a Agreed. deep enough roster and a big enough roster where he could do that, and it makes sense and not, you know, take away from anything. And still got a big enough roster that he could have some overmatches on both shows and not hurt the star talent. Exactly. Right. Ring of Honor, exclusive to Ring of Honor. And then when you've got your talent that's doing good and getting better, you can bring him up to a dark or an elevation and then maybe work towards the rampage and then dynamite. I wouldn't bring them on Rampage or on uh, Dark. I would leave Dark for the people that I'm using on. Indies. Yeah. And, you know, a select, you know, Ring of Honor guy here and a select AEW guy here. But I'd bring them to Rampage. And once they got their footing on Rampage, then I'd bring them to Dynamite. But let's be honest, you can't compare. Dynamite can compare to Raw. A rampage can't compare to SmackDown. I'd compare it to more like a Sunday Night Heat or a Velocity, something that if you're a wrestling fan, you're gonna watch it if you're if you turn by it, but it's not Destination TV. Goddamn shotgun Saturday yeah, night, baby. That was Destination TV when it started, boy. <laughs> what about you, Wilbur? What are you thinking? I mean, I'm hoping Wardlow gets it back just because I like Wardlow. I mean, I like Joe too. I like Joe too. Don't get me wrong, but like you said, if they want to have the split rosters, then it doesn't make sense for him to keep the belt. No, and especially after that promo that Wardlow cut about his dad, that's super babyface. Get my revenge promo. We know how much like we know how much Josh likes Wardlow. <laughs> oh, his voice just makes me orgasm in my pants. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers are way off base. I said the man has a damn nice voice. That's all of it. It's like smooth like velvet. That's what I said. Well, I've never heard a man that like pussy say that about another man. 
Oh, goddamn, motherfucker. <laughs> well, I have it. It makes him want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hot dogger. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Ward Locust stick kiss, hot dog in my hole. I like this motherfucker. Oh, Axiom? Yeah. I am pretty funny, thank you. Gotcha. I don't. What the fuck? Oh God, I'm having seizures. Like Axiom. His, like entr- his entrance. His entrance. That's a kid. Freaking give you seizures, man. Do what? That's a kid from NXT UK. Well, tell Rick Vidal not to watch his entrance. He'll have an epileptic seizure. I'm having a moment. What the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> his entrance is badass. He's badass. Yeah, he is. Agreed. His He's finish. Got my favorite entrance. His yeah, his finish. finish, dude. God dang. It's like a midair diving super kick. It's badass. Oh, he's facing Hank Walker. Oh, he's facing Hank. Come on. What we got next there, Joshua? And next Women's three-way. The women's three-way. Shereya versus Ruby Soho versus Jamie Hayter. If Jamie doesn't win, if Ray gets that title, I'm going to lose my shit. I'd watch. That announced? That's announced, yeah. They set it up last week. I thought they were just doing a. Uh, when did they they did it on Dynamite? Uh, it was either Dynamite or Rampage, but Ruby they had a thing for Jay, with Jamie, and she said, "You know what? Let's just do a three way." Yeah, she's like, had, just... to be, "Had to be Rampage because yeah. on Dynamite, that's when Soho came out and just did the motion with the belt." So yeah, it was Rampage, and she's like, "I'm a fighting champion. I'm showing nobody's gonna be able to take me down. So we'll do a three way. Me, Ruby, you, Soraya." That's here's my thing. I'd love to see Ruby finally get the belt. But I hate the women's belt has been flopped so much. Yeah, so, I think Hater, Hater needs to keep the belt. Until we go to the But if she loses, it needs to be to Ruby. Yep. Yes. I'm going, I'm going with Hater. Hater, Soraya, whatever you want to call her now. No. So, yeah, she's gone like, oh, shit. She's gone downhill quick. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's she's trying to protect herself too much or if she's just been out Bro, for so long she forgot what she's doing. The last show, she botched her own shit. She botched her fucking... She botched the wheelbarrow spot. She couldn't hold her up for the wheelbarrow. Then she botched the fucking page turner. That's your shit. How you botch your shit? So, yeah, either she needs to get back... She needs to build strength up. She needs to get back and get some reps in. I don't, I don't know what it is, but, yeah, she's... Uh... <laughs> I think she is. I think that it was the fact that she wanted to be back so bad she got the opportunity that she she's now too scared to actually put in the work. That she, I agree. Get her. I, and, and, and that's understandable, but somewhere along the lines, you need to get out of your head. So I could see Toho pulling an upset victory, too, when uh, Britt gets involved and Tony get involved. See, and that I, could lead to... Ruby getting a quick pin. This is how I feel like. I feel like Jamie needs to win this, deserves to win this. And then after that, if not that night, at some point we need to have Britt turn on her to set up for Jamie and Britt for the women's title going into double or nothing where Jamie should win. And then, you know, moving into the next paper after that, she can drop to whoever. They need to build new women that aren't associated with other women. Agreed. Think they about like it. The, le- the lesbian effect. All their women they push are in factions. Penelope Ford is with the bunny. Britt and Jamie and my girl Reba. Reba Rebel. Then you've got Paige and Tony. 
Madison Rain and fucking what's your Willow? Willow and Sky Blue. Sky, Sky Blue and Madison Rain. I'm sorry. Willow and Ruby. Ty the Renegade Ray. wins. Anna J and Ty Conti. <coughs> they need to get away from that because that limits your booking ability. Oh, yeah, Ty Mello. Yeah, either way. Yeah. Carmelo. Hey. Speaking of Mello, love her in the ring, thinks she's fucking gorgeous, but Carmelo's new ring gear is fucking hideous. It's the same shit every week. Why don't you change it up? Oh, it's different colors. I've only seen green. Nah, she only wore green last week, or this really week. Oh, it's because, like, why the fuck does she think she's Lita yellow. wearing the thong under, uh, like Lita used to wear when she came out? Works. Hey, uh, bitch, shut your, I like the thong. I mean, I like the thong, but find another way. They are teasing her and Chelsea Green teaming up. I'm fine with that. I like that. Who and Chelsea Green? I like that. I just, Come I on. hate her gear. Don't make that face, you asshole. Alrighty, next up we got the AEW World Tag Team Championships. The Guns defending against the Acclaimed. Jeff Jarrett. All right, Lee. Now, we're going to have to fantasy book on this one. And then yes. versus Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lee, versus we, To Be Decided. We don't know who the fourth team is going to be. My speculation is, since it is, they're calling it the Casino Battle Royal, that they're going to have a Joker team. And I believe, as we all believe, it should be FTR. Well, Dax did say he misses wrestling. It could be them coming back, or it could be somebody else. I don't know who else it could be, but let's just say, let's just book it hypothetically that it is FTR. Then FTR needs to go over. Agreed. And then FTR needs to win the tag titles. Agreed. Yeah, no, I'm okay. And if it's not FTR, who else? Jared Lethal. Jared Lethal. Jared Lethal. Jared Lethal needs to win the tag titles. Not the acclaimed. Because the acclaimed don't need the belts to get over. No, they don't. They, I don't know that they could get over anymore having the belts. I definitely, my my pick as of right now, because we don't know who is Jared Legal. Yeah, let's just put, let's just, we'll, we'll change it Saturday, but let's just go on the three teams that we know. Out of the three teams we know, I think it's a unanimous Jared Legal for all three of us. Go brush your teeth. I would agree with that. All four of us? What? Yeah, I'm not used to you being here. Sorry. <laughs> oh. No matter who the fourth team is, I'd like to see it be Jared and Lethal just because I like Jared so damn much. Well, I'm a huge Jared Marquette, and that's not a bad idea because think about it. If FDR doesn't win and they are backing and sign a, con sign a new contract, this will give them the ability to finish off their program with the guns because if you remember the last mention of FDR on TV was when the guns had the burial for them after they lost the New Japan titles. Yep. So this will be a good way to kill that. It would give a new way for the acclaim to go back and challenge Jared and Lethal now. And Jared and Lethal, being the experienced heels, can use that to their advantage and fuck the young guys, but still put on great entertaining matches. And eventually get a good team to put over in the end. Agreed. Uh, I think we're all agreement on that one. What we got next? Yes. Did you hear that one? No. Top five be the ones to take it off of Jared Lethal down the road when it's their time? Well, depends on how they book them. Because remember, they got a huge win over the Young Bucks. And I said, you can't make the same mistake they did with Private Party. 
Right. And what have they done? They've made the same mistake they did with private party. Now, top flight could end up winning tomorrow and win the titles at the pay-per-view. I don't see that happening. Why not? Nobody expects it. Get a good pop. Then get AR Fox to TNT title down the line. I'm just, just, I don't know. Uh, Spitballing here. Yeah, I don't hate that. What else we got? Just the world title? World title now, MJF versus Danielson in the 60-minute Ironman match. No, I don't keep in mind there. You know they have like an hour-long pre-show that has matches on it. Remember, because Will's usually out of AEW before the match, the pay-per-view even starts. <laughs> He's already lost so much he can't come back. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> so we'll have to look at those because I I see Orange Cassidy will probably be on it somehow, yeah, but I don't know that he's. You think he's defending the title? Probably. I could see it. I could too, but didn't they just have like a big schmoz with somebody where it was all his group against somebody else's group? That was best. It was him against Yuta. Uh, yeah. Well, that won't happen. No, they did that on Rampage. Yeah, they did that on Rampage the other night. The yeah, last was, thing that they did both was, was against Lethal's group. Okay, then we know that's not happening then. Maybe Moriarty, Moriarty's group against the best friends or something. I like to see him defend it against Big Bill and Big Bill get a win. Yeah. But with a world title match, man, I'm torn on this one. Um, I really don't know. I'm kind of torn. Y'all go ahead. I'll uh, just tell me what y'all think. Is uh, Josh? He's I'm not. He's not defending the titles if he's yeah. won it. I go there to him to get ready for bed. I got my back to him because I'm getting his uh, thunderstorm sounds. Was he's looking at my boy? He's like, "Why is your butt so flat?" Because <laughs> you're white and you've never done squats. <laughs> But yes, the last match on the AEW World Title, 60-minute Ironman match, MJF versus Brian Anderson, that's going to steal the show. Uh, now, here's my thing that. Ironman matches are fun, but how many people are actually going to pay attention to it? Well, the two people that's in the ring, I think. People like us. <laughs> right, but at least four people. I mean, even Conrad hates Ironman matches. Is it all you need to watch is the last five minutes? Now, for a finish, I get that. But here's the thing. MJF's not defended that title since he won it, correct? No. Uh, he had one. It was a eliminator. Okay. Which are stupid because, you know, at some point, if you're going to do these eliminators, you've got to put the challenger over on some of them. Or everybody just knows that non title, they're going to beat them. So, and then... MJF, if he loses right now, his run was lackluster. His run was least was less successful than Hangman Page's run with the world title. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? 100%. But also, how many times can you give Danielson a shot at the title and him come up not getting it? That's true. You can have as many matches as you want, but... Don't get me wrong. Brian's not going to lose any standing with fans' eyes. He's still going to be over because everybody loves Danielson, but 
I think MJF comes out of this one still the champion. Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm convinced he's not losing that title until the end. And if you really want to shock the fucking world, have Punk come back and be the one to help him win. There's been rumors, you know, with all the stuff he's posting, he's gonna come back heel. Remember, we pitched that group, Jason, FTR, Punk, and uh, MJF is a horseman group. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying it's gonna happen, but you now that's that's an idea. What are you thinking, Jason? Well, Josh had an idea for the way the match goes that he said the other day. Josh came up with the idea saying that uh, he thinks it's gonna be a clean sweep where MJF keeps uh, Danielson shut out and he's gonna win so and so many to nothing. I think there's one falling that don't have the very end of the match. Well, I said if it's going to be something like that and there's only going to be. Just think about it. You do too many falls, it looks shitty. Agreed. Well, I said if Danielson's going (laughs) to get shut out and he's not going to get a win, it's going to go and it's going to be a fucking uh, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. It's going to be tied at the end of regulation. And the one fall is going to be in overtime. Well, you can't really do that because who would make the announcement? There's not an on-screen authority figure. Remember, because Gorilla Monsoon had to come out for that one. Which I still don't know. You're only using Jim Ross on commentary for certain pay-per-view matches, which he'll be on commentary for that one, so never mind. And then on Rampage. And I feel very attacked by your bullshit, how everybody falls thing. Because my Iron Man matches on my game, I get all the falls. <laughs> Bitch, can you eat? <laughs> I do not cheat. Bitch. I just fuck y'all bitches up. That's all that. Go back and listen to the podcast we recorded after that. I don't remember exactly how your ass cheated, but your ass cheated. <laughs> I can't recall now what you did, but I know you did something. Cheating ass motherfucker. Bitch ass. <laughs> Bitch ass cheating ass hoe. Am I going to have to bring my PlayStation we have a rematch? <laughs> Come on. You start cheating this time, I'm going to punch you in the dick like you got to do Justin. <laughs> Our listeners demand it, Josh. I ain't nobody demanded nothing yet. You want me to show you the text? Just fucking send him in the group chat. All right, let me text them first. <laughs> you know that they're going to agree with me, so you might as well just take it like a man. We'll, we'll show people that before in an alley. I, will, ah. I, I know what this is all about. I, I, I can go get a second motherfucker. I'm stuttering, Bob. He almost got me. Got to be quicker than that. No, I did it on purpose. Are you from Erie, PA? <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> Who actually got that movie reference besides Jason? Oh, shit. Just Jason. Yeah. So I don't, I really don't know on this one. Like, I love the Iron Man match because I love wrestling and both of them are actually wrestlers. Agreed. But I could honestly I, almost see it ending in a draw. That's what I was thinking. And with Jason saying, you know, have to go into overtime. I, I get what he's saying, but you know who's going to make that call? 
And then with them not having an on-screen authority figure, it would play into that that they can't make that announcement. Make well, get MJF unless, the heat. Don't make Denison look weak. You still. Or if it goes to a trial, think about this. Tyler can't change hands on count out or DQ or change or on account out. It can on the DQ because that's a well. I guess it can because it's a fall. Uh, would that's that where the Iron Man comes into. Would that be a technicality that it ends in a tie and Max just takes the count out knowing the title can't change even though he got that extra fall? That's interesting, yeah. I mean, if they wanted to do the overtime without having to have a fucking on-screen authority figure, they could do... They could have Excalibur come on the mic like they did before and be like, you know, just got word from Tony Khan that this match is going into overtime. Well, no, I was going to say Excalibur goes over the rules of specialty matches before they happen. That In case of the it will go to a five-minute or a sudden death overtime. Yeah, I mean, just say that while he's explaining the rules. I don't hate that. I mean, that's a way around having to have the authority figures. That's the way they made the rules of the match. What are you thinking, Will? Like I, said, I can see it going either a draw, but I I say MJF has to go over. I do, too. Uh, like I said, you're not going to hurt Brian by not winning the title. He's going to stay up. He's still going to be believable to the fans. But MJF has had one match, I think, since he won the title and no title defenses. You beat him now. There's no credibility there with him going, you know, going back after the title. I really don't know what other matches we could speculate is going to happen. I, honestly, to me, they don't need to add that many more matches. Well, you know they're going to add a shit ton to the dark. Well, like I see having like pre-show, but not add anything else to the main card because all your titles are there. How many men? Um, you don't have the, the TBS title, I think, will be added. Like I said, just because there's a rumor that she's pissed off about losing the belt. You don't have the TBS title. You don't have the All-Atlantic title. I mean, why would she be pissed off about losing the belt? She had this fucking massive winning streak. I mean, you had to have somebody good to take the title off of her. And that's what I'm thinking. They had not set up anything with her because everything she does is, you know, just overs for her, really. She don't really have competitive matches. So right. I don't anybody on the roster. Boy, is she at 50 wins? She's at like 53 or 50. Yeah, Red Velvet was the 50th. Okay. I don't know, but I, I think she'll be... It might be on the pre-show, but I think she'll have a title defense. And like I said, I think Cassidy will probably like underwear, like legit underwear. title defense. But I couldn't tell you right now who either one would be against. Todd, y'all got fans, I don't. So, I, you know, other than those two titles, I don't. I can't think of anything else that might be added to the main card. 
I like said, we, we know they're going to add a bunch to the pre-show. But you could do shit like the Trust Busters versus Top Flight or Butcher and Blade versus Santana and King or King, Santana and Kingston. Yeah, just any of that stuff. Takeshita to be on there. Yeah. Hook against Moriarty. If Hook wins, he gets five minutes with Stokely Hathaway. Aren't they doing that, something like that this week? Because he's wrestling. Uh, I think he's defending the FTW title against Big Bill tomorrow. Oh, what's that? Big Bill. Big Bill. From Dawsonville? That was awesome, Bill, from Dawsonville. <laughs> How many matches is that, Josh? Seven. Seven matches. Now nah, they'll probably add a couple. Seven matches, three hours. Well, that Iron Man's going to take up a little bit. Well, the Iron well, Man an hour. So. Six matches. Yeah, that's probably right. Six matches for three, two hours. For two hours and then the Iron Man for the last hour. Yeah. I can see that. That makes sense. I forgot about that being an Iron Man match. And if she is really being a bitch we about losing. We just about it. <laughs> if she well, is like really I said, being a bitch about losing, make her, uh, make Jade drop the damn belt on the fucking pre-show. Right. And it was just one of those things, and it could be something else, but everybody was blowing it up saying she's losing the belt because she said they're dropping the ball this time or something like that. And I think we've got a, a pretty good card for Sunday. I know we got a great card for Saturday. Uh, we'll do our pick Saturday. Or Sunday, we might do them Sunday since we're off. Will are you are you gonna be able to come Sunday? Yeah, I'm off. Okay, then we can just do our big Sunday, like we usually do to get there. Is that cool? Oh, we all. Hey. I want us to do some kind of stream or something. I want to put that on the Patreon Sunday, and we can save one of the stories for the following Sunday. Can we do something? Can we think of something we can do? Or do you want to stream? We could live stream reactions. We could live stream, you know, something. Predi predictions. We can do predictions and post-show. Live stream post-show for Patreon Sunday? Yeah, we can live stream. Uh, well, let's do them both. Can you add them together like that, Josh? Two different files posted at the same day? Yeah, I should be able to. Because if we do live stream our picks to Patreon... And then come back later that night. You know, put them up before the pay-per-view, of course. That way they'll get two things that night. Exactly. So we do separate we can, picks. Then we can come back with our picks, at, or, you know, the results after. And, you know, who's in the lead with the boob cup going into uh, the last show of this quarter. Yeah. Actually, no, this is the last show of this quarter. I thought we are going into Mania for the quarter. Uh, Mania is in Mania is in April, so it's technically going to be the first show of the second quarter. Yeah, so this is the this is the the go home gimmick. Unless we're doing well, no, it's not a pay per view; it's a TV special. The uh, what you got, Roadblock? Yeah, it's a TV special. Yeah, and, uh, we don't do NWA, but even if we did, it's in April. So yeah, this is this is the this is, it. This is the winner. Of quarter number one because there's no other pay-per-views in march yeah somebody's taking on the boob cup after revolution so we can do a let's, live, with, with yeah, let's, live, 
let's live stream picks and uh, results and book cup presentation then. And, Absolutely. And you can still throw them a story up Saturday too, Sunday too, since we put so much in the can. Yeah, absolutely. We can definitely do that. Spread it out over the day. Yeah. Do the uh, do the do the story early in the day, and then do the stuff that night. Yeah. <laughs> For me, but you want to take a pause for the calls and come back and pop and push? Yeah, sounds like a plan to me. Alrighty. We're going like he said, pause for the calls, take us a little break. I'm going to uh, go in here and get some ass water, and we'll be right You're going to hear one of our NWA friends. This is the last bastion of professional wrestling, Colby Carino, and you're listening to the Turn the Buckle podcast. And we're back. Before we go into right. pushes, you guys just heard from a close friend of mine, Colby Carino. The guy's got to meet him at Always Ready. Super great guy. Uh, we speculated on it on the podcast, but we can uh, say it's official now that Colby has signed a WWE deal and will be reporting to Orlando at the Performance Center uh, sometime in the month of March, which is awesome. Uh, his dad is still a coach down there and an agent. So that'll be, uh, I think he actually agents on Raw, though, but he's still a coach down there. So that'll be great that Kobe's going to be seen by uh, a huge audience that he, excuse me, deserves to be seen in front of. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed 120%. And he's put on a lot of size since. June of last year when we seen him at Always Ready. Yeah, what was the last? On the- super, super proud of you there, Colby. Uh, you know I'm proud of you for everything else too, and this is just proof of what I told you back then. Get your shit together and the sky's the limit for you. Agreed. You did that, got your shit together, found you the love of your life, had a beautiful baby, and now you got your dream contract. Congrats, kid. Congratulations, you're awesome, but I've always liked your dad more than you anyway. <laughs> I'm a Steve I'm a Steve Carano Mark. God damn right. He's the king of old school. Keeping it old school, baby. Speaking of uh Carino, you know when Heyman and uh Cody had that first promo with each other? Yeah. Talked about Dusty being broke and all that stuff. On TikTok the other day, somebody posted that clip. I forgot how good it was. I got to go back and watch that whole show now. Oh, the Carino and Dusty segment? I forgot the name of the pay-per-view, but it's the one in Marietta where they inducted like Abdullah and Bullet and all them into the Hall of Fame and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so that was really good. But uh, who wants to go first this week? I'll go first. Oh, Lord. At least if you go first, you can't steal our shit. Y'all ain't going to be able to steal my shit because it's going to be, again, just like last week, it's going to be something completely different. It better be. Remember, no work. Nope. No job. Nope. No home. Nope. No roast beef sandwiches. Motherfucker, I dated, my God. Kiss my No No anal probing from aliens. Bazinga. (laughs) I thought I told y'all I got abducted a few weeks ago. Yeah, you've been abducted. We can tell by the way you act. God damn. They only they only brought you back with a form of uh, we found no intelligent life form. <laughs> God damn. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Tip your waitresses. Try the veal. Okay, Josh. We're waiting. 
Motherfucker, you don't rush me. <laughs> Anyways. Well, since he's not taking his time, Jason, do you know who co- uh, comedian Courtney Williamson is? I don't believe black so. Dude, black dude that does the sketch comedy on the TikTok. Okay. He's coming to Chattanooga. Nice. So is Josh Wolf. Yeah. Do what? Josh Wolf is, too. I want to go see him. Courtney Wayne. I'm sorry. That's his name. Courtney Wayne. What the fuck are you touching? I want to go see Matt. I want to go see Matt Rice. Yes, yes. Yeah. I like, look I'd for tickets. Drive, he sold I'd out for the rest of the year. Matt Rice. I would drive to see him. Hell, we can't drive no damn more because all of his shows for the rest of the year are sold out. I checked. Bastard. He's doing two in Atlanta, but it's, they're both sold out. Yes, and he was doing one in Nashville. Have you looked at tickets on Ticketmaster when people are reselling them? I have not. Yeah, we're probably going to They're probably out fucking rages, but yeah. that might be our only option. <laughs> All right, so here's instead, instead of a tax show, we'll go to a tax uh, comedy show. We'll use our tax money to buy tickets. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worth it if we get front row. We'll let him roast us. Oh, he he's good at that. He's good with crowd work. I love he's it. Like, he's an easy target. He sure am. If y'all have not listened to Matt Rife, look him up. I'm sure he's got a Facebook, a Twitter, and Instagram, all that, but... His TikTok videos are like every day in our group chat. There's at least one Matt Rife video coming through. Oh yeah, he is hilarious. So you guys haven't heard of him? Look him up. But Josh, go ahead with your pop. All right. So my pop. Um. So I am a very huge fan of Lincoln Park. A couple weeks ago, to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Meteora, it they released an unreleased archive. From their Meteora archives um, of a song called Lost that was still had Chester's Wars on there. To get to listen to that, because as soon as I found out, I pre-saved it on Spotify, and I listened to it the day it came out. And given to what, of course, happened to Chester, unfortunately passing away, and all the demons that he fought, and all the troubles that he had with anxiety and depression and all this stuff, to hear that music, to hear that song in 2023... Say that again. I said, is he the guy that hung himself? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Not a big Lincoln Park fan, uh, so I wasn't too familiar with him. But that's that's rough anyway. However. Yeah, and it was, it, and I posted about it on my Facebook the day it came out. But yes, it was it was a very emotional song. The lyrics were incredible. the The video that came out was like something that would have come out in Lincoln Park back in the Meteor album when it was coming out in the early two thousands. Um. Always will hold a special place in my heart. And when I was a teenager, you know, Lincoln Park was very instrumental in helping me. You know, I was always the another outcast in my family when I was younger. And I always, you know, I was very shy growing up. You might not see it now, but in school and all that, I, I was, I never fit in with any group. Hold I, on, you were the outcast, but Jennifer's your sister? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> not like the outcast. I, I didn't. Not, not like an outcast, but like he was the odd one out. Oh yeah, I was the odd kid, and I was very very shy. Okay, odd kid makes sense. Outcast. That's. I've met your sister. That's the family outcast. Love her to death, but she. She's me with a vagine. <laughs> a wagina. Wagina. But I was so grateful that we got to hear that. You know, my, even though that probably will be the, there might be other really unreleased figures they have, but to have them give that to us, give that to the fans. Well, you know, there's always unreleased shit out there. Tupac's been dead since '96, and he's still got seven unreleased albums. 
Lord Almighty. Not including the ones that have already been released. So, quick question about your childhood. Did you wear Jinkos? Not when I was in high school, no. But you wore Jinkos? Yes. You could have been a Johnny Rock fan. My God. <laughs> you are laughing. Johnny Rock's first wrestling gear was Jinkos and like a shirt that was like four sizes too big for his ass. God almighty. The one that looked like the goddamn bowling shirt, too, wasn't it? Yes. You really want to see a picture of the early 2000s? There's a picture of Hulk Hogan floating around with a Hardy Boy shirt with the white flames on it, black and white do rag, white sunglasses, and black jinkos. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's great. Oh, it's a wonderful picture. It's almost as iconic as the Rock Fanny Pack pink. Oh. Speaking of early 2000s and wrestling gear and shit, you saying Jinkos and all the guys who used to wrestle in Jinkos made me think. You remember the Gadzooks fake leather pants? The Wild Boys had them. Yeah, I swear to God, I saw some the other day. Oh, damn. Almost we had those them. and we had those and the jacket. Almost got them. Because if you'll remember, the Black Hole took my jacket. The fake leather jacket had that red liner in it. Yeah, I used to wear that to the ring. Yeah, so did I. Okay, yeah, this ain't so the Jeff Hardy shirt, but here's Hulk Hogan with the Jinkos. Good God. Is he standing outside? Holding Nick's yeah. hand. Are you ever going to not? That's probably the same picture. It's a tight shirt, though, right? Yeah, it's, but it says cage something on it. The, the, I, can't, it's, I, don't, I can't see the picture okay, in it. But he's got the do-rag, the white sunglasses and everything. But they didn't That's get probably the same picture. I just thought it was like a tight, hearty-style shirt. Yeah. Anyway, man, I'm glad you got to experience that with a band that means a lot to you. Uh, speaking of that, Record Day, which is, I think, next Tuesday, they're re-releasing Macho Man's album. Ah, wow. <laughs> Only on vinyl. Vinyl? Hey, we have a record player here. I do too. That's all I buy. If I buy music now, it's all on vinyl. Yeah, Emily Other got than, a record player for Christmas. Now she's obsessed with just getting records. Is it the Bluetooth record player? What? The Bluetooth records? They can be played as Bluetooth. It can be used as a Bluetooth, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what mine is. But I have vinyl too. I tried to find an old-ass sound design home entertainment center radio, but I can't find one nowhere. You remember the radio our parents had in the 80s and 90s, fixing the chest-type radios with the glass doors and all that? Glass doors on the front that had the record player on the top and the tape yeah. in the front. Yeah, dual cassette, CD, equalizer, bass boost. I'm trying to find one of those, but I haven't had any luck. Nice. Uh, who wants to go next? Me. Go ahead. Fuck you. <laughs> Ate that one up. <laughs> I don't care. I'm excited and I'm happy. Go away, So you boy did a thing today. I'm almost scared to ask, but what'd you do today? I got a new His car. His name was Jim. You got a new car? Yeah. What'd you get? A 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander Sport. Nice. Totally. Hard on rims to fit a Mitsubishi too. <laughs> just letting you know if you decide you want rims that's where to go it's a hard luck pattern to find 
But you trade your car in? So, no. Okay, so let's talk about that piece of shit, okay? Oh, God. Okay. So the Malibu check engine light's been on for like six months now. Have you went to AutoZone to have them plug it up and tell you what it is? I have a thing to plug it up and tell it what it is. And I fixed what I thought it what it told me it was, but it still won't go off. What, what did it tell you it was? The airflow sensor or mass, mass air, mass yeah, airflow, okay. whatever. Yeah, O2 sensor. Yeah. So we fixed it. Well, so we've been talking about trading it in forever, so we go to try to trade it in today. Because it was mom's old car, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So we cannot trade that car in. Why? Because apparently it's had an air pla- airbag deployment at some point before we ever got it that we knew nothing about. So therefore, technically, the car's totaled. Okay, you want me to tell you how to get around that? Wash it real good, put it on Marketplace and Craigslist because motherfuckers got money right now and they're looking for cheap cars. I think Dad's going to sell it to somebody he knows, so. If not, let me know. I got a buddy that owns a car lot in Fort Ogletorp. He could take it and have the airbags reset and then... You know, sell it for three times its value at a buy here, pay here place. Yeah, no doubt. So for real, like if uh, if he if he don't sell it, uh, you know what he's gonna ask for it? No. Let me know. Uh, and then, like I said, if he uh, your dad's friend don't buy it, then uh, I'll take you over and we'll take it up to cruise in auto sales. Talk to Mister Brad. By the way, people got all your income tax money. You're looking for a good, dependable car? He's got trucks, SUVs, uh, stands, sports cars. Go see my buddy. Go see my buddy Brad Dupree over at uh, Cruising Auto Sales on Lafayette Road in Fort Oglethorpe, Georgia. And there's the, uh, the ad. Gotcha. He's riding the, the haircut school. The haircut school. I don't know where it's at. Yeah. I'm sure it has the name, but I don't know. I always call it the haircut school. Meester Brad is a totally different story. <laughs> yeah, Meester Brad. We'll tell that one on the Patreon soon. That's a Patron story. That's a Patron story, yes. Uh, Jason, you want to go or you want me to go? By the way, congratulations, Will. <coughs> Thank you. Uh, I'll go. Uh, everybody... Uh, in a club, getting Everybody always talks <laughs> junk about Josh because all of his are all the same. It's family, it's job, it's this, it's that, blah, 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 blah. Oh, hell, Jason's turning into Josh. Hell, oh, Lord. Don't give him no damn hell for it. We're no. going to have an intermission Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no, we Emily can't handle two of them motherfuckers. Emily had that's a... I, uh, that's we got to kill Davey before he gets much older. Emily had a uh, cheer fundraiser yesterday. Hold on, the- time out. Kids are always different. You can no. talk about your kids every podcast. This one ain't about Emily. It's just where it happened. Oh, yeah. You were there with my kid. Yeah. Our kid. Our kid. Because <laughs> before you start, a- she calls me yesterday. And she goes, Dad, you won't believe who's here. And I was like, 
yet. Not yet. Not yet. Make sure you motherfuckers interrupt him every sentence he says. <laughs> because y'all can't get y'all's pops out for him popping his mouth. Nobody asked you, sir. I, I can hear you from the bedroom, man. Well, we usually hear your music from my house, so we're even. <laughs> But she called to tell me that Eli was yeah, there. Carry on, honey. What is your pop, oh, darling? Yeah, we were uh, we were still sitting there in the parking lot waiting on Emily to get done when they pulled I up. Care. I got you. But Emily had the fundraiser yesterday at the Choo Choo Barbecue that Kylie works at down there. Hey, those are mine. I have papers on those, sir. I I'm focus. Gonna... Focus. <laughs> but we uh. We were sitting there, and one of Jennifer's patients was there and come up. And Is he popping about my patient? Yeah. I'm popping about I'm you. Sorry, you're about to get me kicked out of our suburbia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Don't violate HIPAA, Jason. No, it was just one of, one of her patients was there and come up to the table and was talking to us, and... I, her patient was telling me how much that uh, apparently my wife talks about me while she's at work and how she loves me and everything. So my pop is that my wife thinks I'm just fucking amazing and just talks about me all the time when she's at work. That's awesome. <laughs> you got a you got a good one there. I do. I'm a lucky lucky man. Yeah, they're hard to find. You're just saying that because I'm standing here. <laughs> I'd say that. I'm I'll go back to my room, I'm, Ian. You hold can on, talk shit hold on. about me now. Hold on. No, I'm no, saying no, that because not only you. are you standing there, you're standing there. I'm butt ass naked. <laughs> yep. Josh ain't looking, though. <laughs> hey, to go off your pop, I'll pop on your wife for a minute. Uh-oh. She, uh, we was talking about the Kevin Gates concert coming to the Signal the other day, and I was like, uh, Oh, yeah, you know, she got tickets to go to the concert. Yeah, and I told her that I, I missed out on tickets because I woke up at 9.30 to get, you know, to go ahead and get them when they went on sale at 10 o'clock. Well, they never went on sale because the pre-sale sold the fuck out. They were never sold to the general public. And she said, I wish you would have known. Sh she wishes that she would have known me and Kylie wanted to go because she had a pre-sale code. And I was like, right. well, I appreciate it. I said, next time, just let me know. I said, if you see anybody selling any or anything, let me know. So today... I'm, I'm uh, getting out of bed, you know, kind of doing my trying to get up and move around or whatever. And I get a phone call from some Chattanooga doctor's office. I don't remember what it said on caller ID. So with everything going on, of course, I answered it. And they just said, hey, you know, doctor's offices don't say that. So it took me a minute to recognize her voice, right? <laughs> so she lets me know that there was so much demand for the Kevin Gates show that they've added the second show on Saturday, the 27th, to go sign up for this newsletter. They'll send you a pre-sale code, and you can actually buy your tickets a day before. Hell yeah. So her giving me that shout-out is, you know, going to enable me to be able to take Kylie right before school goes, or right after school gets out, to uh, see one of her favorite uh, singers, rappers, or whatever you want to call him, Kevin Gates, uh, to signal. So, uh I wouldn't have known to do that without Jennifer calling me, so she looks out for all of us. That I do. And Kylie is super $79, excited. $79, by the way. How much? $79 for general admission. That's not bad. Figured it. 
Well, um, I've got that advantage of not being able to stand for long, so we'll be right by the stage. Come hang out with us. I'm going Friday. We'll, oh, yeah, you will. We'll be in the disability section. It's great, isn't it, Jason? The disability section was amazing. It's right by the stage. I think we got sweated on by the guitar player. I know we got a bunch of guitar picks through at us. Oh, we did. But so that was uh, that's a little extra pop since uh, we was putting Jennifer over there. But my pop also involves somebody else that's uh, in your house as we speak right now. That's Mr. Wilbur. Wilbur. <laughs> you know, everything going on, still not able to work. Uh, it hurts to drive. It hurts to do. I mean, it hurts to fucking do anything. Uh, so I've been, you know, binge watching a lot of TV and shit and. There were some shows I wanted to watch, but I didn't have a BET Plus and, you know, not having a lot of money come in. You got to pick and choose what stream of services you want. If you're going to add one, you got to drop one or something like that. Right. Goes back to I'll drop my New Japan and get the Ring of Honor, so I'm still spending the same amount of money and we've all got access. But I knew Will had a BET Plus account and he had put over Miss Pat coming back out. So uh, he gave it to me like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago or something like that. And I've streamed like eight different series from start to finish on that. So uh, big pop to, to Will being generous there. Unless BET Plus or executives are listening, then none of this actually happened. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's that's what we do. We share and share alike. And he did do it just with me. Like he was talking about Miss Pat yesterday and uh, our friendship. Uh, he commented that uh, he wants to watch it but didn't have a password. So I log into BET Plus last night to finish Bruh and there's Will's, you know, you do your profile. There's Will's profile that just says M for my profile, then mine, and then there was a new one created that said Chip. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that uh, he's generous, and, you know, we're, we're all generous with our subscriptions. We share and share alike, which Jason, me and you have been doing that with Corey Hollis since the network first started. I don't think he's ever paid a month for it. Speaking right. of fucking that. Guess who I saw today? Corey Hollis. No. Oh, well, who was just talking about Corey uh, Hollis? So. Uh, Jason, uh, fucking... Dobbs. Him. Oh, hell. Him. I haven't seen him in a while. I talked to him on Facebook not that long ago. Um, Apparently, well, he's working at Ed, Carby, Ed Kirby. I take that back. He was. He's worked there for a while. Because like, I, I, think he worked. I just walked by and I looked up and I, I was like... Wait, I know you. <laughs> he worked. I know he worked there when we were running UEW, but I don't remember if Empire had shut down yet or not. Yeah, that's the what was the the White Rose? That was the group. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. Him, Corey, Corey, Ryan, yep. And Chip. And Chip Ryan Vega. That was his wrestling yeah, name. Yeah, Ryan Vega. Yeah. All right, uh, Will. Who are you pushing this week? Not Josh has to push first. Oh Thank yeah. Josh. The fuck, I didn't deserve that shit. Are you just... want to push with Josh? <laughs> you bent you been over and he would. <laughs> Y'all are all assholes. Y'all are all so mean to me. Y'all I mean, me I'm bent over now giving him every opportunity. He ain't, he's backing down. No, Josh, no. if we weren't mean to you, we'd think we didn't like you. I know, right? <laughs> what the fuck is this? I'm so confused. Is oh, that a dude Is this the ooh? Yes, this is ooh. This is ooh. And is yeah, that a that... dude or a chick? Yes. The one in white is a chick, the one in black is a dude. Is the guy in the ring the looking like a fuck is y'all watching? We're watching what that. Is that shitty British wrestling? 
Why do y'all waste so much time on that shit? It's horrible. It's just on. It is it's always. It's what I turn on when we're doing the podcast it's, because it's, it's wrestling pot, to watch quietly. <laughs> it may be worse than fucking Pikeville and that shit show at McDonald's, guys. What the fuck was that? <laughs> well, that's what I've said the 10 minutes we watched it over there, and I told Jason, I was like, please turn to classic wrestling. I'd rather watch shit from the 70s with a 40-minute fucking side headlock and a backdrop as a finish. That is a big motherfucker for no reason. British people ain't that big. <laughs> and that's painted face. Uh... We can put this on, on your burials or Tyler Trash Talks for the Patreon. We'll can watch we this. just do a Patreon reaction to this shit? Yes. That works for me because I'll shit all over it. And we can live stream this because they ain't going to fucking copyright us. Oh, so I just turned YouTube on to watch Power from today. I forgot one other match that they've announced for the uh, pay-per-view. What is it? Jax Dane and uh, the MMA guy. I forget his partner's name. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, against the country gentleman for the U.S. tag titles. Nice. Because that's the only title in the NWA that Jax hasn't won. And they're going to have the finals of the uh, women's television title tournament. Ooh, who's the, who is it? Who we got? They're, they're just now doing qualifying matches. Okay. Uh, start last week, um, Genocide Advanced, I think. Yeah, Genocide Advanced. She'll win it. She's the other one so far. And then. Is Kylan in it? Uh, do what? Is Kylan in it? Not yet. Uh, genocide beat. Maybe Ty won. I need to go, I have to go back and watch it. It was genocide versus Ty. So honestly, was, with the women that got on that roster, I wouldn't hate anybody winning that title, honestly. No, and like I said, my gut tells me that since they've done this pretty empowered 2.0, which is, um, shit, what's her name? Ella Envy and Roxy. Yeah. That I see the Page sisters going off on their own, and I see Kenzie actually winning the first TV title. I would not hate that at all. But I have to go back. I think maybe – I think Taya won because I was thinking in my head she would be a champion at every show she's on now. She's an MLW women's champion. She's a Impact Tag champion. She's the Red de Reyes women's champion in Mexico. And then if she won this, she'd be a women's champion in NWA. But I'll keep you updated on that. It just popped up when I was turning it on here. So that's a small ass ring. It's got to be a twenty by yeah, or a a sixteen by sixteen. Okay, Josh, who you pushing? We talked about another podcast. I think Jason pushed him last week. The kid's got potential, and if he he continues to listen, he's going to do good. And I'm going to push Matthew Peppercorn. We may give him shit. I like that, but he's. He's got a whole lot of potential, and the the veterans he's got in that locker room that he can listen to and pick their brains. And plus his trainer, he come from a veteran that's been there, done that. Exactly. The sky's the limit for him, man. So keep your eye on him. Him wanting to show up to do these seminars is even more impressive. Absolutely. Which, you know, we may have to make a change to the card on the 4th because uh, Tank and Rev are picking the standout student from their seminar to be in the Scenic City Invitational Battle Royal that night. So I wouldn't rule out that we might not have that kid there Saturday night. That is very true. Yeah. Because uh, they've already seen him work. Uh, Jake took him to the Monday night training shows at TWE, and he impressed uh, Jaden, Dan, and Dylan Hales. So. Was there a referee? Was it even looking? Never know. 
Will, who are you pushing? I. God. You could give it. You could give us like a top twenty list since you haven't been here in a while. So if you got more than one, feel free. Kevin's referee, not fucking do that. <coughs> Actually, I'm gonna push the kid from last show. Tristan Cash. Mm. Oh, the one who works at. Yeah. What was his name? Damien Striker. Damien Striker. Damien Striker. Damien Striker. Something Striker. It was Striker, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a striker. I feel yeah. like that kid has. I think the, it was Damon. The Gwinnett Stripers. <laughs> I feel like this kid has a ton of potential, and you know, it's like we talked about. Crunk has an eye for that. Yep. And I think bringing him to RCW, letting you and Tyler see it, I think that opened a little bit more. Well, Crunk is in production. Crunk was in production with us, and we're you know him and Joey, and we're talking about like. Crunk said all he really does now is, uh, what is it, New South? Yeah. I think it's, yeah, there's so many. Like every promotion in Alabama is a South. There's like a, a Pro South, a New South, a Great South, and all this other shit. But South uh, South. New, New South is where Old he South works. Restaurant wrestling. Mm, I love South. South. <laughs> but we're talking about um, how he wants to come to RCW more often. And I was like, yeah. And uh, he said, did y'all watch the kids tape? I said, and I was like, no, honestly, I seen his look. And I asked uh, Tyler, I said, did you watch his match? He goes, no. I said, I don't need to. He looks good. I said, we can build off anything else. Well, then come to find out the kid was trained by Tom Pritchard. So we know he can, he can hold his own. But we told Kronk to bring us anybody that anybody that he thinks is good to bring them and we'll find a spot for them. That we trust his judgment because he's he's not brought us any shit. You know what I mean? Because I mean, it's like after that first match, after I saw him work, what what was the first thing I did? I sent to the group. I said, "Hey, I like this kid." Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I like him too. That's as, a good one. As strict as Crunk is on his own work, he's not going to bring anybody that's shit, regardless. Right, and that's actually uh, that's who I was pushing. Will, it's a good thing you went first. <laughs> But I agree. Sky's the limit for that kid. We did uh, exchange numbers, and we're going to do business with him in the future. <coughs> Josh, who you got? Oh, you did mine. Jason. Jason. Oh, Jason. I meant sorry. Yeah, it's my turn now. Uh, I'm going to go on the – kind of along the same lines because it's uh, the same trainer. Uh, I'm going to go the uh, Tristan Cassidy kid. Oh, good choice. Oh, barely legal buck. I like him too. What? Barely legal buck. Yeah, I like that kid. He's got he's got a good look. It's uh he's a it's he's it's a what's throwback in a throwback eighties Shawn Michaels, Marnie Janetti rocker babyface. Yeah. I would use that more than Ricky and Robert because his gear looks more like rockers. But I think he's got nothing but upside on him. Definitely. And the mullet. The mullet does it for me. Puts it right over the top. His little Jufro mullet. Yeah, he kind of looks like Eric. He looks, kind of looks like Jason Collins' son. Yeah. Yep. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't hate that at all. There's another one that I'm going to go that's also trained by that same guy. Uh, Will and Josh ain't got to see him yet, but we seen him, Jason. 
uh, he comes from the business. Uh, what was it? His uncle or granddad? His uncle. Uh, his name's Ray Steele. Uh, I forgot what his uncle's name was, but you look at the kid and he don't look like much. He's short. He's dumpy. You're thinking, ah, he can't do nothing, but dude gets in the ring and I knew he was going to be legit by looking at his boots. He's wearing a, uh, a set of throwback boots for that his uncle wore back in the day. And you could tell they're not bought off high spots. It's that stagecoach K and H boots, but, uh, he got in there and he looks like an old school 1980s wrestling heel. Uh, he got in the ring and could work his ass off. Hell yeah. Uh, and literally, uh, the guys that Jason, Josh, and myself put over, what's say those are Casey Cage's boys. Yeah. So, you know, we're putting over guys that have been trained this week by Tom Pritchard and Casey Cage. That's pretty fucking reputable for any promoter out there looking to fill their roster. And Josh, to answer your question, power just started. Kylan King is in the women's TV title tournament. She's wrestling Kenzie in the first round. Damn it. <laughs> damn good match, but now let's watch. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, so it's okay. one of them's going to end right there for sure. Okay, psychology and British wrestling is shit. No shit, Sherlock. No, that it's not. Psychology in the British wrestling you're watching is shit. That chick just took two fucking baldo bombs from the seven-foot-tall guy. <laughs> There's actually good British wrestling on the cock. ICW. Well, I don't know if it's still on there because they uh, their deal's not there anymore, apparently. So I don't know if they'll pull the footage down now or what. Dude. Father's wrestling this guy that's dressed in the 80s, right? Uh-huh. His whole introduction, Kyle said, our, his opponent already in the ring, be kind, rewind, VHS. <laughs> That's badass. I popped for it, but he's wearing high top Jordans and not Zuba's pants, but like the kid in play pajama style looking pants. I know what you're talking about, which is scary. Zach Moore stayed by the bell pants. Yep. The like the black and white dot with the '80s colors all over them, and that matching headband. Okay, I gotta check this out. What are you watching, Power? Or? Yeah, it's Power from today. We can tell him goodbye since you're pulling that up and. Tell them we'll see them uh, Sunday with some live streaming and we'll record it on the podcast. Hopefully, we see you guys Saturday at RCW. And just so you yeah, know, if you, guys, per- if you guys listen to us and come to the show, let us know. Yeah. And just so you know, when I post the Patron stuff, I'm purposely spelling it Patron because that's our, been our bit. And, you know, I'm kind of hoping we can get sponsored by Patron. Well, I'm just going to say, if you are listening and you come to the show Saturday, make a Turn the Buckle podcast sign, and the four of us will sign it for you. Absolutely. And Josh will buy you concessions. <laughs> With the money he saved by getting the four for 25 special at the door. 
<laughs> I'm, like, I'm working backstage with watching my refs and stuff. How am I gonna have time to go backstage? I'll take you. You're already backstage. To get out of the backstage and go by these people concessions. Well, that's not what you said, but I get what you're saying now. Yeah, y'all, <laughs> y'all know what I'm trying to say. I have strokes <laughs> typing. Look at how I talk sometimes. Yeah, we speak Giganese. Strokeanese. No, I can't. I can't speak that. I've tried. No, I we. Can't. We know somebody who can talk Japan. Japan. David loves him to death. He's not wearing Jordans. He's wearing LA gear. Really? What it looked like. (laughs) Only thing better than that is if they were BK Knights. (laughs) British Knights, baby. (laughs) And on that note, this has been the Turn the Buckle podcast. I have been Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Will Clark. Yawning Ben Thresher. (laughs) All right. Fuck off, fuckers.